This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rips it deep to left. Will it stay fair? It will for a two-run shot. It's a two-run blast. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City as tonight the 8 and 5 BYU Cougars renew their in state rivalry with the 11 3 and 1 Utah Utes, a program off to its best 15 game start to a season in over 40 years. Tonight's 6 p.m. first pitch time moved up an hour to get ahead of some wet weather forecast for later this evening. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel. With me in the booth is BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade. We'll hear from Tuckett momentarily. But before today's lineups and first pitch, let's hear from BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. As this evening, the coach talks about BYU's 5-2 and two record against P5 opponents with another P5 game on tap tonight. You know, that's how we build our preseason schedule. We build it like that every single year. Our whole entire goal of, of our non-conference preseason schedule is to get us prepared for league. And I think we've done that really well. There's not going to be one pitcher out there that's going to surprise us or a lineup that we haven't seen uh, or the depth of a lineup that we haven't seen with, with Ohio State and Oklahoma State and, and Arizona State. And so, um, and, and including Marshall and, and Milwaukee, who are big and strong and physical and they were good one through nine, and so I feel really good about the talent we've played. I feel really good about how we're playing. I look back at the Oklahoma State series, and, you know, this is kind of a cliche, but a hit here or there, and we could win. We didn't get blown out 7-2 or 9-1. I mean, we were right there in every single game. We're right there with the best teams in the country, and I feel really good. And, and what I want to do is make sure we don't play down to our competition as we go through this season, that we just try to play at a high level of BYU baseball every single time we go out. And where does Utah kind of fit into this? Because they're off to a pretty good start this year. Yeah, Utah's got a great record. Um, I don't know that they played the talent that we've played, uh, but but still they're winning games. I mean, it takes a lot to win games at the college level, no matter who you're playing. So, yeah, Gary's do, Gary Henderson's doing a great job in his first year. The guys seem to be playing hard for him. I know they're bigger and more physical than they were last year. We saw that in the fall. Uh, we'll see David Watson, a right-hander who has some experience. Um, and, and so it's going to be a tough matchup. And I always look at this game – as one of the most important games on the schedule. I really do for a lot of different reasons for in-state bragging rights, for recruiting rights, and, you know, all those different things. Plus it's Utah, and we want to beat Utah. And staff day for you on the Hill? It really will be. I mean, it's it's kind of scripted. Bryce Robinson will start, throw probably two innings, and then we'll kind of just piece it together. It will be scripted, but if a guy goes, uh, you know, say if Jake Porter goes in there and he has a quick inning, he, we may run him out there for another, and we'll have a couple jammers in the in the pen ready to come out to protect those guys if they get in trouble. And so that's kind of how we're going to work that nine innings. And then, you know, if we get to the last three innings and it's close, then we're going to play that like a normal game and use our guys. And hopefully we don't have to use our guys that we want to use on the weekend but you can never look forward like that that's the plan going in but when it comes down to it you're going to win games try to win games all right here's to getting one in uh, before the weather good luck in this one we'll talk to you post game sounds good greg thanks all right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for tonight's starting lineups. Courtesy of Big O Tires, your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU will lead off with Mitch McIntyre, the center fielder. Hitting second, the left fielder, number 10, Hayden Latham. Hitting third, the second baseman, number four, Andrew Pintar. 
Hitting cleanup, number 22, the right fielder Cole Gamble. At the five spot, the DH tonight, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Number 14, Alex Sardina gets his first start at first base. He'll hit sixth. Hitting seventh, the catcher, number 18, Colin Ruder. Hitting eighth, the third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. And hitting in the nine hole, the shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins. BYU starting pitcher, number 19, Bryce Robison. For Utah, leading off and playing left field, number 27, Kai Roberts. Hitting second, the second baseman, number nine, Landon Fry. Hitting third, the third baseman, number seven, Chase Anderson. Hitting cleanup, number 13, T.J. Clarkson, today's D.H. The catcher for the Utes is Davis Kopp, number 24, he hits fifth. Hitting sixth and playing first base, number 10, Alex Beza. Hitting seventh, the shortstop, number three, Matt Richardson. Hitting eighth, number 15, Carter Booth, the center fielder. And the right fielder, Dakota Duffalo. Jersey number 21 hits ninth. Starting pitcher for the Utes, number 25, David Watson. Watson, zero and zero with a 5.40 ERA. He's a Tuesday guy. His last two appearances or last two starts were both Tuesday starts and his long outing as a Tuesday guy is only two and two-thirds of an inning. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade with you here at Smith's Ballpark in downtown South Salt Lake City. And Tuckett to be with you again as the Cougs start this week as they stay on the road. Another set of uh, away games for BYU. Yeah, excited, though, because it's a Tuesday against Utah. Excited to play this game, Greg. All right, Mitch McIntyre. We'll step into the batter's box. BYU today with these Sailor Coog black jerseys and black caps, gray pants. The Utes in all white with red lettering, but green St. Patrick's Day caps for the Utes. David Watson kicks and fires, and the first pitch of the game is called strike by tonight's home plate umpire, Travis Reininger. At first base, Jared Ferens. At second base, Ramon Armanderas. And at third base, Randy Upton. That's your umpire crew today. The right-hander, Watson, working on the third base side of the rubber. Gets Mitch McIntyre to foul down the first baseline. So Watson ahead of McIntyre by an 0-2 count here. First batter of the game at Smith's Ballpark. Yeah, and he's about 70% fastball this year. He likes to come at his hitters. BYU's on-base percentage hits, doubles, walks, and stolen bases leader Mitch McIntyre. Awaits the 0-2 from David Watson. The wind-up and delivery, and that'll be outside for ball one. One ball and two strikes. McIntyre's reached base in 19 consecutive games dating back to last year. And that's well outside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes to the first batter of the game. Mitch McIntyre, BYU coming in with a record of 8-5. and five. Utah's played already two more games than BYU. 15 of them. They're 11-3-1. There was a called tie due to travel, I believe, in the LMU series. And the 2-2 doesn't catch the corner. It'll go to a full count. So Mitch McIntyre patiently turning this 0-2 into a 3-2 count. Yeah, Greg Watson wanted that fastball. He kind of shook his head like he thought it was good enough. But uh, Mitch works to a full count. Watson kicks and fires. That's a swinging strikeout. Mitch gave it a rip. And that'll be out number one here in inning number one. We are in the top of the first here in downtown Salt Lake City. Mitch McIntyre retired on strikes. Well, went right back with the heater, a little elevated there. Just swung through it there for strike one. Right, sorry, for the first out. So with one gone, Hayden Latham. Hitting right-handed will step in. The left fielder, Latham. Fourth on the team in RBIs. This righty v. righty matchup, and Hayden will foul that back for strike one. It's an 89 mile per hour. Hayden's one of the guys in our lineup, Greg, that's kind of 
hitting about three or four different spots this season, kind of mixing him up of where to put him. The 0-1. That's ball one low from Watson to Latham. First slider of the game he's trying to throw. He just was down and away. Squaring is Latham and pulling the barrel away for ball two. Two balls and a strike, one out, no one on here in the top of the first inning. BYU and Utah meeting for the first time this season. All time. BYU's won 247 meetings to Utah's 124. There's been one tie. That's grounded to short. Shortstop Richardson handles, fires to Beza, and two are gone here in the top of the first inning. So Hayden Latham has retired 6-3. It'll bring into the batter's box the number three hitter, the second baseman, Andrew Pintar. Greg, this offense needs Andrew to get back to being the guy that he can be. His last swing in Dallas was really good. We're hoping he can, uh, you know, use that momentum. Ball one from Watson to Pintar. Coming out of the Arizona State Series, Penning was hitting a 296. And his, uh, his average has dropped 80 points since that series down in Phoenix. As that's called strike for one ball, one strike, and two out for Andrew Pintar here in the top of the first inning. BYU and Utah scoreless. Yeah, but Andrew's so talented that he'll, he'll get going. just a matter of time. Fouls that back over the roof or just shy of the roof under the overhang. Gets to the upper deck here at Smith's Ballpark. It doesn't take long for the uh, averages to fluctuate nearly part of the season with the sample size being so low and small. So you do see some variances, and Penny's due to bust out. And that's dirted on the way to the catcher. So the block there by Kopp. Go to two balls and two strikes. Two out, no one on here in the top of the first inning. Andrew Pintar hitting right-handed. The right-handed hurler, the Tuesday starter, David Watson. Watson a whip of 1.70 coming into tonight. And Penny chops that to the pitcher. Watson will handle and fire a bullet to first base. And so on the 1-3 ground out, Penny is retired, and BYU goes 1-2-3 in the top of the first. Utah comes to bat next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. In the top of the first for BYU was no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go bottom one, BYU zero, and Utah zero. The Utes lead this one off with Kai Roberts, left-handed hitting Roberts, facing BYU's starter tonight, the right-hander Bryce Robison. Robison's long outing three innings. He's a Tuesday starter, making it a staff day for BYU. As Coach Littlewood told us in our pregame interview, you heard moments ago, the day is scripted. We'll see how much according to script it goes with the Cougs playing this Tuesday affair here in Salt Lake City. And that's a swing and a miss from Roberts, the left fielder. Yeah, and in the scripted game, Coach wants to go with a guy that he trusts, a guy that he's seen start before and, and knows how to do that routine, and Bryce is the perfect guy to go to. Grounded up the middle off of Robison and just out of the glove of Andrew Pintar. And so it's a single up the middle for Kai Roberts. That took a bad bounce off of Roby. He almost ripped got, up the middle. He almost got his glove to it. Took a bit of a deflection. Just past Penny at second base. 
they will score that a hit. And the Utes have one on with their leadoff batter, Kai Roberts, reaching base. And now he's reached safely in 12 consecutive games. And Roby has got an excellent pickoff move, has three pickoffs on the year. Throws back to first, but Roberts dives back safely. BYU on the year has eight pickoffs, three coming courtesy of Bryce Robison. The bunt, two bouncer to Roby, Great fires idea. to second, they Great get the lead idea. runner. So reaching on the fielder's choice on the, sacrifice, on the attempted sacrifice bunt is Landon Fry, and thrown out at second base is Kai Roberts. So Roby handled cleanly that sharp bunt back to him, turned and fired a bullet, and the Cougars get the retirement at second. Now it's one out and one on with Landon Fry, the number two hitter, laying down the bunt and reaching on a fielder's choice. Yeah, and, and Bryce is so athletic on the mound. He was a shortstop in high school, got there quick, Nice decision. Nice good throw to get that lead out. Call strike the number three hitter, Chase Anderson, the third baseman for Utah. So Landon Fry is at first base. The lead runner was erased on the good pl- on the fine play from Bryce Robinson. One out, one on, and the 0-1 count to Chase Anderson. Righty v. Righty here. Roby dips the chin. Kicks and fires. And that's laced to center field. Coming in was Mitch McIntyre. Has to take it on one hop. Thought he might get to it. And then realized as he made his run in that it was going to drop in front of him. So he just had to block it at that point. Did so. So a sharp single to center for Chase Anderson. And the Utes have two singles here in the first inning. And have first and second with one out. And coming to the plate, T.J. Clarkson, the D.H. Yeah, and that ball was hit hard, Greg. Good swing there. Good decision by Mitch, though, to just play the one hop and make sure that uh, you don't do anything too aggressive to where it could get behind you. Empty count, one out and two on. Robinson facing Clarkson, who swings and misses on the first pitch from Bryce. 90-mile-an-hour fastball in the outer half, kind of running away from him right there. Making his 12th start of the season at DH. The slugging percentage leader for the Utes, T.J. Clarkson, left-handed hitter versus the righty hurler, Bryce Robison. That's grounded to Deming. He'll step on third for one, fire to first, and the scoop and the out, a double play. Nice play. The 5-3 DP, the scoop from Sardina, the bullet from Deming, and the Cougars get out of the inning. We go to the top of the second for Utah in in the bottom of the first. It was no runs on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. After one complete, BYU zero and Utah zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tremendous play to end the first inning for BYU defensively. Alex Sardina making his first start in the field. Had to make a nice play after Deming stepped on third to get the first of two and then fired the first for the DP. Ball was taken off the dirt, out of the dirt by Sardina for the second out. Yeah, it was a really good play right there, especially for Deming to make sure that he gets that one. As Cole Gamble steps in to lead off the second, takes strike one from David Watson. That was with first and second and one out. And so the grounder to Deming, handled cleanly, stepped on third to get the first out, and then the fire to first where Sardina made a nice play. His first defensive play. At first base. Yeah, yeah. at first base. We saw Alex make his BYU starting debut on the weekend against Oklahoma State as the DH performed well. 
Gamble takes strike two. 0-2 to Cole. Outside for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Cole Gamble, leading off the second inning for BYU. The old adage, Greg, is that if you can hit and you put yourself in an opportunity to hit and you get big hits, coaching staff has to find a place for you, and that's what happens with Sardi. He comes in, gets a start, gets three hits, and coach says, all right, we're going to put you at first base. He's a natural infielder, and some of our best first basemen we've had in the Coach Littlewood era at BYU have all been middle infielders converted to first base, mm -hmm. and so you know they have good hands, good feel over there, and so it's easier for them to pick and, and more range, and he, and he did a really good job in that play. Third pitch from Watson was fouled in the box, one and two. Two balls, two strikes to Cole. Yeah, just trying to do a little waste fastball to see if Cole would chase. BYU's total bases leader, Cole Gamble, the right fielder, awaits the 2-2, reaches out and fouls it out of play over the roof down the third baseline. Staff days are yep. so hard for an offense, Greg, because you usually just see a pitcher one time. And, no, and, we have, and now we've seen these guys in the fall in a couple of scrimmages. But uh, it's been a long time, and when you only see a guy one time in a game, it can be tough. The 2-2 from Watson. Good take. Take for ball three. Right as you mentioned, staff day, I look down, the pen's already active. Yeah, so already, Utah's yeah. already working on its next pitcher. Well, you talked of his, his longest start was two innings, right? And two and two-thirds. Yeah, so. yeah, he's already into his second inning of work. Good and on bat. the full count, the ball skips to the catcher, and Cole Gamble takes his base. So Cole reaching. On a base on balls. So one on and no one out for the DH. Ryan Sapiti hitting out of the five hole today. BYU's RBI leader. So Cole Gamble with 15 RBIs is at first base. And Ryan Sapiti with 16 RBI for the team lead. Steps into the batter's box. We just had the left-handed hitting Cole Gamble. Now the right-handed hitting Ryan Sapiti. Seven RBI in his last four games. The empty count. Oh, and he just rips it. But yes, it is going to slice foul down the left field line. Get to the berm. Yeah. But it was about 10 yards wide left of that foul pole. Yeah, that ball was tattooed down the line. Just foul. Mm. Just a long strike is what the Utes would call that right now. Great contact from Sapiti. Steps forward in the batter's box, waggles the bat over his right shoulder, and laces this one to the opposite field. That slicing to the other foul pole, and into deep right field, making the catch cleanly is Duffalo, and ret returning to first base is Cole Gamble. So the long fly out to right for Ryan Sapiti. He's retired, and there are one gone for BYU. In the top of the second, Alex Sardina. We talked a lot about Alex and his great defensive work at first base to end the first inning. We also mentioned his starting debut Saturday against Oklahoma State down in Arlington. And how he went three for four with a couple of runs in that game. In his first start. And just laces that to center. And yes. misplaying yep, it as the center fielder. Booth came in, had to go back. Cole Gamble's going to round third. Gamble will score. Sardina on the way to third. The throw doesn't get him. Alex Sardina with his first start in the field. And rips that to center field over the head of the center fielder Booth. And Sardina ends up at third with an RBI triple. Well, all you got to do sometimes is hit a ball hard. And right now he is hitting it hard. It's a tough play for a center fielder right there, Greg. That line drive that just, that's 100 plus miles an hour off the bat right at you. And you just can't tell, is it going to keep climbing? And center fielder kind of just misplays that over his head for a triple. So Carter Booth. Took a step or two in, and then realized that was just ripped 
to the point where he had to be a little back farther than he was and went over his head all the way to the wall. And Sardine is sitting at third with his second RBI, and BYU takes the 1-0 lead here in Salt Lake City. So Gamble scoring on the RBI triple from Alex Sardina. Colin Ruder in the batter's box, the 0-1. Put the barrel out there for a bunt and goes to strike two. Yeah, so coach called a safety squeeze right there, which is the runner doesn't go until he sees the ball down on the bunt. Colin bunts through it, and Sardina easily stops and gets back. They threw a slider to Colin, and that was the key there. And now he's 0-2. Got to just put a ball in play right here up the middle, Colin, and you get a run. Ball didn't get down on the bunt attempt, and so the 0-2 with one out and one on for BYU, and Ruder takes high for ball one. BYU can sack fly Sardina in, and Ruder's got that kind of power easily. One ball, two strikes, one out, one on. Top two, BYU one, Utah no score. The Cougs open on top, and that's ripped by Reuter, and it is just Ooh, foul just down foul. the third baseline. It's a double. It drops in the oh. Utah bullpen down the third baseline. Well, good swing there. Colin was able to stay on that slider and not get fooled. Just missed a double by, what, about a foot there, Greg? Just barely down that third baseline. So one and two, the count stays. One out, Sardina at third. The pitch from Watson fouled back to the screen by Reuter. Colin Reuter, BYU freshman catcher, has reached in his last four games. This is where you just need a really good team at bat, Greg. It's about, hey, hit a ball to short right here and get the RBI. These rivalry games, you just got to take the runs any, any way you can. And this is a great opportunity to, to go up 2-0. BYU scored first, leading 1-0 here in the top of the second. And that's fouled on the box by Reuter. It'll stay in the batter's box. A foul will stay one and two on the count. Doing it's a 79-mile yeah. per offering from uh, Watson. Yeah, another Tough. slider there. Really good job there again by Colin to just get enough to foul that off. It's a good swing and miss type slider. Fouls it off. You foul it off, Greg, to see another pitch. BYU one, Utah no score. One ball, two strikes, one out, one on. Top two, Reuter facing Watson. Watson kicks and fires, and that's staying alive again. Colin Reuter fouls it back to the screen. And all you ask in these situations, Greg, is that you, you're a tough out. Have a tough at-bat. Which he's been. Yeah, I mean, make it, make him work. And that's, you know, four straight pitches fouled off once he got down 1-2, just battling. And, and usually those battles usually turn into wins. One ball, two strikes to Colin Reuter. Righty v. Righty here. The delivery from Watson. Ooh, the take. The good eye from Colin. Two balls and two strikes. BYU with an early run. Cougs have now scored their opposition 25-7 in the first two winnings of games this year. Great starts for the Cougs for the most part. Oh, and that is just driven. That is just driven deep to left center and over the wall. Hopping off the sidewalk. It is a deep two-run home run for Colin Reuter. Greg, wow. That ball has to be 460 feet. It's 420 to center, and he hit it over onto the sidewalk up there on the berm. Wow, what a hit. Welcome to the rivalry, freshman. Fantastic at bat right there. Wow. Of Colin Reuter's eight hits this year, three are home runs. His third home run is a two-run shot, and the Cougs take a 3-0 lead in the top of the second. He stayed alive, he stayed alive, yes. and then he killed that pitch from David Watson. Kept spoiling off the breaking ball. He got the fastball that, that hung back over the middle, and he did not miss that pitch. Wow. So a two-RBI shot for Colin Ruder. The bases are empty for Austin Deming. BYU three in the top of the second. Still only one out, and that's fouled back by Deming. 
So the inning began with a base on balls from Cole Gamble. After a flyout from Sapiti, the Sardina tripled to straightaway center. He ended up at third, scored Gamble, and then Ruder brings Sardina home on a two-run blast to deep left center. That was prodigious. That's inside to Deming for ball one. One and one, one out, no one on here in the top of the second. Yeah, fantastic start. I mean, Utah was there in a great situation in the top, bottom of the first, right? First and second, one out. We get a double play, and then we come out and punch him in the face after that. Nicely done. Grounded up the middle, stab by Watson. He'll learn an underhand scoop to first base to Beza, and two gone for BYU here in the top of the second inning. So Deming is retired on the 1-3 ground out. It'll bring up the bottom of the order, the number nine hitter, Brock Watkins. Hitting ninth, yet BYU's slugging percentage leader still is Brock Watkins, the shortstop. He hits with the bases clear and two out, and BYU with a 3 nothing lead. Let's update that first two innings scoring total, 27-7. to is now the BYU advantage in the first two innings, Tuck. Yeah, starting hot. Inside on Brock, take for ball one. David Watson on the hill, Brock Watkins in the box. Colin Ruder's three home runs, all memorable in their own way. A game-winning, or rather a... a go-ahead, a, a, yeah. A, a, right, the go-ahead, but the... Uh, it was a home... His first home home yep, run correct. came against Milwaukee, right? Yep. Tied ball game in eighth, and hits the go-ahead solo shot that was a no-doubter. And then down in Arlington, yep. part of a three-run first inning in the game the Cougars won. And now a three-run second inning. Reuter's part of that. That's fouled back to the screen by Watkins. And the reason why those hits by Sardina and Reuter are so important, it just relaxes your offense, right? Now you're up three. You, know, you don't just you don't want to be complacent. This Utah team is talented, right? Mm-hmm. And But it relaxes your offense like, okay, guys, it's my turn now. The 2-1. Swing and miss from Watkins for 2-2. and Two balls, two strikes, two out, no one on. Top three, BYU 2, BYU 3. Top two, BYU 3. And Utah no score. Colin Ruder's third home run. The freshman tying Cole Gamble for the team lead in Dingers. And that's hitting the gap to right center. It'll be cut off by the center fielder. Brock digging for two. Center fielder fires to second. Brock's got a double. A two-out double for Brock Watkins in the gap to right center. What would you say about slugging percentage there, Greg? Yeah, he's (laughs) adding to his number there. Yes, he is. Two bases for Brock on the play. A two-out double for Watkins. And the Cougs have their third hit of the inning. Yeah, that's a really that's one thing that Brock's doing this year, Greg, that is so impressive. He's made the adjustment from his sophomore year to now where he's taking the outside sliders and fastballs and just hitting in the right field. And that was a, just a perfectly placed line drive over the second baseman's head in the gap that was a nice piece of hitting where last year he might have tried to pull that pitch and he rolls over to short. And he stays through it and just hits an absolute laced line drive into the gap for a double. Conference on the mound here, including Utah head coach Gary Henderson. Will that be it? That's the hard part, Greg, is he is also the pitching coach. So you don't know if he's What role is he in? He pulled him. We'll take a break, a 60-second break for a Utah pitching change. It comes early. It comes in the top of the second with BYU busting out to a 3-0 lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, Utah going to its bullpen early. It was already going to be a staff day, meaning a lot of pitchers get run, but they're going to go early to Dane Baker, the right-handed thrower, replacing David Watson. Watson, one and two-thirds innings pitched with two out in the top of the second. The Utes go to Baker. And Baker will face the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre will hit with two out and one on. The one on is Brock Watkins at second base. Gamble started the inning with a walk. 
After a Sapiti fly out to right, Alex Sardina tripled Gamble home. And then Ruder brought Sardina home with a two-run shot to left center. After a Deming ground out, Watkins picked up BYU's third hit of the inning with a double that puts him at second base. That gives us two out and one on for Mitch McIntyre, who struck out swinging in the first inning. He now hits in the second. And his team, the BYU Cougars, up 3-0 on the Utah Utes. Cougars three runs on three hits. The Utes no runs on two hits. Those two first inning hits had the Utes with something cooking, but as Tuck mentioned a moment ago, the double play gets BYU out of that inning, and the Cougs follow it up with a three-run top part of the second frame with the inning still continuing for Mitch McIntyre. Yeah, we always talk, Greg, about the two-out RBIs, and here we are in the second inning. Chance here with our, our big-time senior leader in Mitch McIntyre, who's such a clutch hitter with an opportunity to add to this lead with a hit. At hitting 273 with two out, hitting 333 with runners in scoring position. And there are two out and a runner in scoring position for Mitch. The left-handed hitting McIntyre, the right-handed throwing Dane Baker. And the delivery taken for ball one. Yeah, just a fastball down. Baker, the six foot 292-pound junior from Corona, California. Santa Ana Community College, the JUCO transfer. Baker works on the first base side of the rubber. Brock Watkins takes his lead at second. And the 1-0 coming to McIntyre. That's strike one. A taken strike by Mitch. One ball, one strike, two out, one on. We're in the top of the second inning. BYU a 3-0 lead over Utah. Cook's looking to even Mike Littlewood's record against Utah at 13-13. With a win tonight, that's what would happen. And the Cougs off to a strong start. Three-run lead. The glance back at second with Baker. The kick and fire homeward. And that's lifted to left. Left fielder jogging back toward the track. Watching it into his glove. And that will do it for the Cougs in the top of the second inning. For BYU, three runs on three hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go to the bottom of the second inning. It is BYU 3, Utah 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. There's Colin Reuter, a home run on the top of the second. A two-run shot making the score 3-0 as we go to the bottom of the second. That Colin Reuter home run was brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. And that Colin Reuter two-run shot followed an RBI triple from Alex Sardina. So three in the top half of the second for a 3-0 lead. We go bottom two at bat for the Utes. Davis Kopp, the catcher, fouls back for strike one. And off speed for strike two. Well, and really, Greg, what started that inning was the Cole Gamble fantastic worked full count walk to get on base to then Sardina to hit the triple. So great great start there for the offense. And the at-bat that ends with the Reuter home run was also a working at-bat. Yes, it was. The 0-2. Ooh, just missed. Laid off for ball one. When you know the hitter bends his knees and tries to go there and then freezes. It's like, oh, is he going to get the call? Oh, he didn't. One ball, two strikes. Did it hit him? Yes, it did. It did. It clipped Cop on the inside hip, and he'll take his base. And so the lead runner in both the first and second innings on for Utah. Kai Roberts led off the game with a single. He was erased on a 1-6 ground out that allowed the batter Landon Fry to reach on a fielder's choice after another single from Anderson. A 5-3 or a 5-U-3 DP ended the inning. 
with no runs across. Lead runner on for Utah now in the bottom of the second. The Utes trailing by three. Bryce Robinson on the hill for BYU. Works first base side of the rubber. And that's fouled back just off the facing to our left. You can hear that one. Yep. Clunk. So no balls and a strike. To Alex Beza, the first baseman, hitting sixth. Following Davis Kopp into the batter's box. Kopp is at first base after being hit by a pitch. Thrown by Bryce Robison. Roby into his second inning of work. And that's popped up to short left field. Third baseman going back. Shortstop going back. And Watkins will make that play. Nice play from Brock. Ranging over to his left near the third baseline to make that catch. So the high pop from Beza. Caught by Watkins and one gone here in the bottom of the second. Greg, that's a really good play there by Brock. Had to go a long way in the no man's land in the shallow left field towards the foul line. And that ball's coming back to him. I mean, that's a tough play. And those are game, those are plays like in the rivalry game. You always just seem to see them drop, right? <laughs> so now they get a hit by pitch and then a bloop single, and now they have a, something going here. But uh, good play by Brock. Shortstop, Matt Richardson. Right-handed hitting Richardson. Facing the righty hurler, Bryce Robison. And that's chopped foul down to the third baseline. That's taken off from first was Davis Kopp. Kopp reaching on a hit by pitch. Beza then popped up. One out and one on for Utah here in the bottom of the second at Smith's Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City on an overcast evening. Some rainy weather forecast for later tonight needing or leading to the one hour earlier start of 5 p.m. The 0-1 from Roby will turn and fire to first base. No balls and a strike, one out, one on for Utah here in the bottom of the second. BYU three and Utah zero. The Cougs score all three in the top of the second. The Sardina run scoring triple. And then the Colin Reuter two-run home run. Reuter's third of the year ties Cole Gamble for the Dinger lead. The swipe by Sardina on the throwback to first again from Roby. And Utah does have a bit of a problem being picked off. They've been picked off base six times already early this season. Wow. Interesting. BYU is a team that can make you pay that way. Cougs already have eight on the other side. That's grounded to Penny. Good handle to Watkins for one. The fire to Sardina for two. And a double play ends a second consecutive inning for BYU defensively. We go to the top of the third in the bottom of the second for Utah. It was no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. Cougs three, Ute zero. Top three next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Well, both Utah's first and second innings began with the Utes getting a lead runner on. And both the Utes' first and second innings ended with them hitting into double place. And BYU takes a 3-0 lead now to the top of the third. And in the batter's box, Hayden Latham, the left fielder. Latham will take strike one from Dane Baker. Baker replaced David Watson, who did not get out of the second inning. Latham in the first inning, grounded out 6-3. BYU ended the top of the bottom of the second on a 4-6-3 DP. And Hayden will lay off the 89-mile-per-hour offering, evening the count at one ball and one strike. Hill center fielder is playing deep now after he got burnt last <laughs> inning. And it was Sardina who lit the match. Good take. The take for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Tried to go to a slider there. 80 miles per hour. Yeah, Sardina laced one to center field. Center fielder came in and realized that was an uh-oh. 
as the ball went over his head. And Sardina ended up at third with an RBI triple. The strong start to Sardina's BYU career continues as that's lifted high down the first baseline into foul territory and just beyond the reach and the run of the right fielder Dakota Duffalo. Landing just foul down the right field line. Duffalo made the run but came just shy of that. So two balls and two strikes. No one out, no one on. Top three in BYU with a 3-0 lead. BYU in scoring first. Has a 5-2 record this year, and the Cougars have indeed scored first in this one. BYU coming in 8-5. and 5-2 five. Five and against P5s, Tuck. Great start to the season. Another P5 opportunity tonight for the Cougs. The Utes out of the Pac-12. And that's skipped to the catcher, so ball three to Hayden Latham. Utah off to its best start in 41 years through 15 games, and they picked up their first Pac-12 series win in three years yeah. by taking two of three against UW over the weekend here. Big time series for them. The full count to Latham. Takes a lash at it, stays alive in the count, fouls it back over the roof here at Smith's Ballpark. Well, as Coach mentioned in the pregame, Greg, Utah's best record, and hey, they're playing good baseball. They're finding a way to win games. Their, their closer has four saves on the year. But their strength of schedule is 267th in the country right now. So they haven't played the toughest of schedule. But you have to win the games that are in front of you, and they're doing that. The full count to Latham. And a called strike. And Latham thought he was walking. Instead, he's walking back to the dugout. So the backwards K retires Hayden Latham. You contrasted that with schedule BYU's play. Yeah. And that's 8-5 that's and five against a very, yeah. very stern-looking schedule. It really is, yeah. Road series at Arizona State. Series away from home against Oklahoma State, top 15 team. A win over Ohio State. Andrew Pintar will step in with one out, no one on here in the top of the third. Right-handed hitting Pintar against the righty thrower Baker. And that's going to be blooped into short right center. So and Andrew Pintar reaches on a hit. And after a 1-3 ground out in the first, Pinney's aboard in the third. A short single to right center. So Andrew Pintar now three for his last 22 at the plate and finds himself at first base with one out. Yeah, good to see him on time for that fastball there and taking it the other way. Left-handed hitting Cole Gamble, the second of two left-handed bats in the starting lineup for Mike Littlewood tonight. Gamble facing the righty Baker. Dane Baker replacing David Watson early here in Salt Lake. Three runs, four hits for BYU. Ooh, that's Ooh. high and tight yes, in on Cole. Is. He bends back out of the way. Ball one, the offering from Baker. BYU three runs, four hits. The Utes no runs on two hits. And both Utah hits came in the first inning. And the Cougs got out of that inning with no damage done. 3-0 lead for BYU top three. Cole Gamble digs in. A throw back to first by Baker. Getting back in time is Pintar. So Pinney on first. Gamble in the box. And on deck is Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti flied out to right in the second inning. The 1-0 to Cole. The dip of the chin and the throw back to first. No need to swipe this time as Penny was back well ahead of the throw. Still can't get over that, that uh, home run that was robbed on Saturday. The Cole Gamble hit the left center. Most unbelievable play I've seen in a long time. Into the cutout part of left center at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Center fielder Caden Tranquil made an amazing play to rob Cole of extra bases and maybe a home run. 
the distance he had to cover, Greg, and being able to find the wall on the full. I mean, he jumped. He didn't find the wall and jump up. He he jumped in the air to the wall, up above, over the railing. It was unbelievable. And Cole lays off of strike one. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. And the momentum of both the run and the ball appeared to take the glove, maybe yep. to the yellow line and maybe over with the ball in the glove. Uh, either way, it was going to be extra bases if he doesn't catch it cleanly and was close to being a home run on the fly. Taking his lead is Penny. And Cole Gamble lays off the 79-mile-per-hour pitch from Baker. And goes Cole, to two balls and a strike. Cole does his patented little arm action to show the dugout that that was a curveball. He likes to <laughs> let the guy on deck know with his hand what it was. Two balls, one strike, one out, one on for BYU top three. And the Cougs lead 3-0 over Utah. Again, a fire back to first. Utah in the all-whites tonight with Utah arched lettering across the chest in red. Green St. Patrick's Day caps tonight. I talked to their ops guy, Logan, and he said that they were supposed to wear these caps in 2020. They ordered them way back then and didn't get. they weren't in town for St. Patty's Day last year, so and they're going to be in Oregon, and they're like, we can't wear you, you can't wear green to green, green right at Oregon, and so tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. So St. Patrick's Day is still two days away, but all those factors playing in. So 2020 was the COVID year. Mm -hmm. No, couldn't play, couldn't use them at all. And then, as you mentioned, on the road last year. So Been waiting for a while to unveil these. And took the bat off the shoulder, but didn't well, swing through with it for ball three. The take from Cole. Three balls and a strike now. One out and one on with Penny at first. And the hat has a white U with a red outline. And they planned on wearing red jerseys, but the players were like, that looks like Christmas. We, we, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't be the, uh, the, the elves out there tonight. Oh, and that is ripped to yes, deep left is. center. Yes, back to the is. wall. Back to the track. And another one! Wow. A second home run early for BYU. It's a two-run shot wow. to left for Cole Gamble. Both home runs deep wow. to left center for BYU. And the Cougs take a 5-0 lead on Cole Gamble's fourth home run of the season. BYU's dinger leader takes Baker deep, and it's two deep shots for the Cougs over the wall in left center. 5-0 BYU. And, Greg, that hit the same cement that Reuters did, and that's the <laughs> same power. Walk. Yeah, <laughs> oppo power right there, Cole. Wow. Gotta love the intent the offense is showing right now. Greg coming out and swinging a hot bat. Yeah, the right-handed rooter turned on it, and Cole Gamble goes oppo with it. The left-handed hitting Gamble to almost the same spot in left center. So two home runs for BYU. One in the first, or rather one in the second, a two-run shot, and another in the third, a two-run shot. And BYU leads 5-0 over the Utah Utes here in the top of the third inning. One out, and the strike goes, the count goes to 0-1 on Ryan Sapiti. Right-handed hitting Sapiti, right-handed throwing Dane Baker. And that's a three-hopper to the second baseman, Fry. He'll throw to Beza, and two are gone here in the bottom of the third. So the Sapiti 4-3 ground out after a Cole Gamble round tripper, two-run shot for Cole, bringing home Andrew Pintar. And so BYU's home runs and total bases leader and runs leader adds to all of those categories as Cole increases the BYU lead to 5 nothing. He just took the RBI lead back, didn't he? Yep, he yeah, took he it away did. from Ryan Sapiti, 17-16 now. <laughs> so he leads in that category too. Two out, no one on for Alex Sardina. Well, you and knew he wasn't going to start him with a fastball, Greg, after, <laughs> after what happened triple. last inning. Yeah. Sardina with that triple to center. 
bringing home Cole Gamble with the first run of the game in the second for BYU. Sardina swings and misses, so behind Baker is Sardina. No balls, two strikes, two out, and no one on. Dane Baker on the hill, and Alex Sardina in the box. Sardina went three for four Saturday against Oklahoma State and opens up with a hit in his first at-bat tonight. Made his first start Saturday, first field start on Tuesday. The 0-2, and Sardina stays alive, reaches the barrel out, and fouls it back into uh, the upper deck here on the first base side at Smith's Ballpark. You know, he hit a line drive fastball for a triple that was just, like you said, laced. And now he's had three straight sliders to start this at bat down 0-2 with a foul ball. Baker brings the glove to his chest, wind up and delivery. And that is a sharp single to center for Alex Sardina. Sardina now 5 for 6 in his first two starts as a BYU Cougar. Hey, welcome to Cougar Nation, Sardina. Nicely done. Way to make your impact felt early in your career. Sardina went single, single, double in his first three at-bats Saturday against OSU and goes triple single in his first two at-bats here tonight. And the inning continues for BYU. On the base paths is Sardina and Colin Reuter, who brought Sardina home with a two-run shot one inning ago, digs in with two out and one on, an empty count for Colin Reuter. And Reuter takes away for ball one. Colin Reuter with already three home runs in this his freshman season. And as I mentioned after the home run, eight hits on the year. Almost half of them are home runs. Three of the eight are dingers. And Cole Gamble didn't appreciate him tying him, <laughs> so he had to go ahead and take the lead. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the home run lead was shared for a short time, and that's a little chopper to the pitcher who will handle and fire to first. And the Kooks have their third out with Reuter grounding out 1-3. So we are through two and a half in the top of the third. BYU with two more runs on three hits. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We go to the bottom of the third. BYU 5, Utah nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom three, BYU five and Utah no score. Two Zions Bank home runs for BYU. A two-run shot in the second from Colin Reuter. A two-run shot in the third from Cole Gamble. Four of BYU's five runs come on those two home runs. The other run scored on a Alex Sardina triple scoring Gamble. It's 5-0 Cougs. Bottom three. First pitch to Carter Booth is fouled back for strike one. Now it's to strike two. 0-2 the count from the new pitcher, Jake Porter. Jake Porter replacing Bryce Robison. So we've had a PZ printing pitching change. Roby goes two complete. Good pitch. And that's a called strike, a backwards K for Carter Booth. The center fielder is caught looking. And the strikeout for the first batter that Jake Porter faces. As mentioned, it was a PZ printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Roby goes two, which was the script, I think. And yep. Jake Porter comes in. And works the first battery faces back to the dugout on a backwards K. And this is Jake's first innings this year for us. Dakota Duffalo, the right fielder, the nine hitter, I tell takes you what, ball one. I tell you what, Greg, yeah, I mean, there's two or three pitchers on our staff that don't have a ton of innings that are extremely talented. We just have such a deep pitching staff this year that uh, it's hard to get them con consistent innings. And so it's great to have midweek games finally. It's our first one of the year so that we can finally – finally start to have a few more guys throw that don't throw on the weekends as much. 2-0. Inside Ooh. for ball three. It feels like the first 3-0 and o count we've seen yeah, from a is, BYU yeah. pitcher. 
Well, and two of those three were really close. He just didn't get the call. So Jake Porter, the freshman out of Northridge High School, kicks and fires on the 3-0 and the take for three balls and a strike. So Jake does his job and stepping out of the box for a moment is Dakota Duffalo. Duffalo with his first at-bat of the night comes in the bottom of the third as team's down 5-0. And that's grounded to Austin Deming. Waits back on it. Collects and fires to first. Sardina. Nicely done. Sardina on the bag. At first. Did, did Alex think he was out of the inning there? I'm not sure. He no, Alex <laughs> just had his momentum coming towards the off the bag, and then he's kind of he's not used to throwing it around from first base. He's there like, okay, go. who am I supposed to throw it to? You know, <laughs> and so a little bit of an awkward there. But I'm I'm enjoy watching him play. The joy he plays with, and and he's kind of a, a circus right now at first, which is it's a good circus though. <laughs> All right, two out, and that's a swinging strike from the leadoff hitter, the number one hitter in the in the order, third hitter of the inning, Kai Roberts. So Roberts digs in, and it's no balls and a strike from Porter to Roberts. So Duffalo retired on the 5-3 ground out. And again, Alex Sardina, the first baseman who completes that play, getting his first start in the field as a BYU Cougar. The count goes to 1-1 one one to Kai Roberts, the left fielder for the Utes, reached with a leadoff single, top of the first. That's inside around the knees. Well, he went fastball for swing and miss outside for strike one, and then he's gone breaking ball two pitches in a row and just missed down. One outside, now one inside. Two balls and a strike, two out, no one on. Utes hitting bottom three. That's high and outside on 87 miles an hour well, for ball three. Three balls and a strike from Jake Porter to Kai Roberts. And you hate to get to, to a 3-1 count with Kai because he is their best hitter. Their on-base percentage hits and runs at leader, Kai Roberts. Jake Porter, 5'11", 200 out of South Weber. Mentioned Northridge High School. And that's a foul tip back to the screen, so count goes full. Three balls, two ba- uh, strikes, and two out with no one on in the bottom of the third inning. BYU with a 5-0 lead in the bottom of the third. When just leading after three innings, BYU's not lost a game this year. They make leads hold up, and they've got a good one early. And that's lifted foul down the third baseline. Normally those lead numbers make more impact later in games, but... Even a good early lead's been a good sign for BYU so far in the season. They've just done a good job giving their pitchers good things to work with as that's fouled to the dugout screen of the Utes down the third baseline. Stage three and two, two outs. Cougars five runs on six hits. And the Utes no runs on two hits. Both those hits came in the top, the bottom of the first inning. Roberts takes high and inside and will take his base. So the Utes have had base runners in all three innings. This one comes with two out, and Roberts is aboard for the second time in as many plate appearances. A single and now a walk to Kai Roberts. And so with two out, there's a runner on for the Utes here in the bottom of the third inning. Landon Fry will come to the plate. He reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning. That retired Roberts at second. I mean, Fry's a little guy, Greg, but he has some absolute power. Jersey number nine, the second baseman, Landon Fry. Takes strike one from Jake Porter. Landon already has two home runs on the air and a double. Out of that five foot ten hundred seventy pound frame, the Snow Canyon High School product. Landon Fry waves the bat over his right shoulder and laces that in the five six hole. And that'll be a single to left, putting runners first and second with two out. 
So the Utes get something going with two gone here in the bottom of the third. The walk to Roberts, the single to left from Fry, and now it's first and second for Chase Anderson. Yeah, I tell you what, two out walks. You, you hate them as a coach. You absolutely hate them because they seem to always come back and haunt you. Porter's got to bear down right now and keep this runner at second. Utes had runners first and second with one out in the first. Got nothing across. Now they have first and second, two outs in the third. We'll see how BYU handles Chase Anderson in the rest of this inning. Jake Porter, the righty, to the right-handed hitting Anderson. Oh, oh well, hot, a backhanded play. by Austin Deming. A hot shot to third. He steps on third, and the Cougs are out of the inning. The sharp grounder to the hot corner. Austin Deming backhands it and steps on the bag to get the Cougs out of the third with two out with two on for Utah and two out. No runs across. So for Utah, in the bottom of the third, there were no runs. There was one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. After three complete, BYU 5 and Utah no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber, a look at both teams' pitching numbers through three innings. For Utah, three complete innings of work on the hill, six hits, five runs, all of them earned. The U pitchers have walked one and struck out two. BYU's pitching staff has gone three complete. No runs. Three hits, one walk, and one strikeout. We go top four. BYU with a 5-0 lead over Utah. That's the discount tire on the rubber report. Brought to you by Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. New pitcher for the Utes is Jaden Harris. The right-hander making his third appearance. He last worked on March 5th at... uh, Cal State Bakersfield. So it's been 10 days since his last trip to the mound. And he gets a half-swinging strike from Austin Deming to start the top of the fourth inning for BYU. Deming made a great defensive play to end the third. Yes, he did. I mean, if that ball gets by him, it's one run, and two runners would have been in the second and third with two outs. And a grounder looking for the 5-6 hole. Seeing eye single to left for Austin Deming. Yeah, diving play by the third baseman. Just past the reach. Shortstop nowhere to be found, and we'll take a leadoff hit. So Austin Deming aboard for Brock Watkins. Watkins, a double, stranded in the second. A three-run second for BYU. Cooks followed it up with a two-run third, a 5-0 lead as we go into the fourth inning here in downtown Salt Lake City. Wet weather forecast for later this evening, so you want to get the five innings in, make sure the game can go official. And the Cooks with a strong lead to work with. Watkins sees the first pitch and fouls it out of play down the first baseline over the roof here at Smith's Ballpark. This 14,511-seat venue, home of the Salt Lake Bees. I'll tell you what, it's a crying shame that they can't get their own field, right? I mean, a college baseball team that doesn't have your own field, that's just awful. You don't, you don't, just don't have a home field advantage ever. Utes playing in the Bees' ballpark. The white-clad Utes, the black and gray-clad Cougs, and Brock took the barrel off the shoulder but lays off on a called second strike. So 0-2 to Brock Watkins, the home plate umpire, Travis Reininger. The umpire's all jacketed up, and I see some gloves out there as well. Brisk evening here in Salt Lake. The 0-2 to Watkins, the nine-hitter. 
and just reach down on it and stay alive in the at-bat. Tough at-bats we've had so far early in this game. We're only in the fourth inning now, Greg, but we've had really tough at-bats. No, nobody's making it easy. They're not just easy outs. They're tough at-bats. So Brock reaching out the barrel to foul down the first baseline and stay in the count at 0-2. No one out, one man on. The man on is Austin Deming at first base. A single to left for Dem to start the top of the fourth for BYU. And Watkins will chop it. Get on your it's horse. It's high. It's high and comes out of the glove of the third base. Won't even make the throw. Can't. The high chopper to third. And Brockins speedily down the first base line. And not even making an attempt with it was Chase Anderson from third base. So the chopper right in front of the plate. High in the air and had to wait, wait, wait. Did Anderson by the time it comes down, not even a throw. And the Cougs get back-to-back singles to start the fourth inning. And it's first and second for BYU. And, and Greg, right there. The third baseman, what did he have to do? The only, the only chance he had right there was he tried to pump fake the throw to first to see if he'd catch Deming rounding second to back pick him. But Deming did a great job of just getting to the bag and staying. And now you have first and second with Mitch up. So runners in scoring position for, or a runner in scoring position for Mitch McIntyre hitting 308 with runners in scoring position. You might see him bunt to third here, Greg. He's got third baseman way back. Left-handed hitting McIntyre squares to bunt. Uh, pulls away. And I the ball that. just skipped away from the catcher, too, but no one on the move there. Of course, he tries to attempt that, and he spikes the ball. So Mitch has to pull back. It would have been a guaranteed hit. And now what is the third baseman doing? Playing in front of the bag. You know, you have a perfect setup there to steal mm-hmm. another hit. Bases loaded with Latham up, and then, and then that pitch that comes. That pitch comes. <laughs> one ball, no strike. No strikes to McIntyre. Two on, and no one out here in the top of the fourth inning. BYU's up 5 nothing on Utah. That's two balls delivered to McIntyre. And twice now. He tried to sack bunt there. Showed a little bit early. Third baseman isn't covering hard, so that means the third ba- the, the pitcher's job is to try to cover this bunt and get the lead runner at third unless it's hit hard. The third baseman has to come get it. But with a 2-0 count now, you might see Coach call this off and let Mitch swing. The pitcher is Jaden Harris. It's his fourth inning of work on the year, a 9.00 ERA on the year. The 2-0 to Mitch. Runners on first and second and takes ball three. So you're going to probably see a full take here. But maybe Coach will trust Mitch here and say, hey, he doesn't want to walk you here, so he's going to give you a cookie. Give him a little free swing swing here. Mitch struck out in the first, flew out to left in the second, hits now in the fourth with two on. The runners on are Deming at second and Watkins at first, both reaching on singles. Left-handed hitting McIntyre, right-handed throwing Harris, and that's inside. Did it hit him? Or just walked it. was walked in, yeah. yeah. It was inside near the hip, but it's going to be a walk either way. So Mitch will take his base. Now the Kooks have bases loaded and no one out here in the top of the fourth as BYU's on the verge of kind of busting this one wide open. It's already a 5-0 lead, Tuck. Yeah, in these rivalry games, Greg, so many crazy things happen, and they're always tightly contested and have a five-run lead in the fourth inning. It doesn't feel like it's enough, right? Now you have a chance to have bases loaded, no outs, with one of your best hitters up. A great chance to really add to this lead. Hayden Latham, 6-3 ground out in the first, caught looking in the third, hits now in the fourth with the bases loaded and no one out. And corners will play middle middle with, mid, uh, sorry, even with depth. Middle, middle Middle's playing back for double play. So the, if it's hit to a corner, they can kind of choose to go four or go to second, depending on how the ball's hit. Righty v. righty here. And Latham takes inside and low for ball one. 
BYU in the black Sailor Coog jerseys, the new black jerseys, black caps with the Sailor Coog on them, and gray pants. They've used the black jerseys and caps before, but at home when the pants were white, they're in great. I like this look, the black and gray. Yeah, it's a really good combo. And sharp. One ball, no strikes, no one out. Bases loaded here, top four, and BYU up 5 nothing. a swing and a miss from Hayden. A big cut. Yeah, a huge cut. I love that. This is a time where early in the count, all the pressure is on the pitcher. All the pressure is on him. So he's got to come to you, and you take aggressive cuts. Latham hitting 333 with bases loaded. 312 with runners in scoring position. Jaden Harris, the righty on the hill. Wind up and delivery. Ooh, held back, did Latham. Well held back, so it'll go to ball two. Ball got away from the catcher, did track it down, did cop to keep runners where they were. The runner at third is Deming. At second is Watkins. At first is McIntyre. And, and honestly, Greg, the home run that that Latham hit, a grand slam against Ohio State in the first inning, kind of got this offense going. And so he loves hitting in these spots. Two balls and a strike. The sacks are stacked with Cougs. And that is a 5-6 single to left. One run will score. Second run coming around third, and we'll also score as Love both it. Deming and Watkins come Love across. And the it. Cougs take a 7-0 lead. We're in the top of the fourth. The Cougs have scored three in the second, two in the third, and two more in the fourth, and still no one out. And runners at first and second it's for not Andrew over. Pintar. It's not over, Greg. Just keep pouring it on. Take it to him here. Now it looks like Coach Henderson's going to take another mound visit. This comes with no one out in the top of the fourth, and it's a 7-0 BYU lead. Seven runs on nine hits. The Utes, no runs on three hits. Conference on the mound for Coach Gary Henderson and the Utes. He hasn't asked for the ball yet from Jaden Harris. Like you said, Harris hadn't pitched since, what, March 3rd or something like that? March 5th. It's been March 10 days. 5th, so it's been 10 days. He's a true freshman from up north here in Utah. Good arm. 88 to 90, just uh, falling behind good hitters, and they're, you know, putting together good stuff. Mitch McIntyre, they'll keep the pitcher in, by the way, as the conference is over. Mitch McIntyre is the runner at second now with Latham singling to left, bringing home two. The two he brought home were Deming and Watkins, and the Cougs have put up crooked numbers in three consecutive innings. Yeah, you love to see that. You love to see the team come out, especially on the offensive side, with fire right had a tough series easily should have won could have won two of those games against Oklahoma State you know and you come into a rivalry game you got conference weekend this weekend with us with starting against Portland and you just come out with the start the week with fire it's nice to see it early statement made by the Cougs Andrew Pintar digs in with still no one out and now two on Penny singled in his last at bat in the third runners at first and second for Pintar the glance back to second by Jaden Harris the kick and fire and the ball is outside 1-0 the count to Penny. Andrew Pintar. 1-3 ground out in the first before that single to right in the third. Andrew Pintar hitting with a runner in scoring position. Teammate Mitch McIntyre. He's hitting 333 with runners in scoring position. Right-handed hitting Pintar. The righty thrower, Harris. Turns his head to look at second. Comes plateward. And bounces it to the catcher. Gets away from Cop, And both runners will advance one base. McIntyre holds at third. Latham will hold it second, and now it's second and third and still no one out here in the top of the fourth inning with BYU plating two to make it 7-0 with still no one out. And in the batter's box, Andrew Pintar 
has a 2-0 and count coming at him from pitcher Jaden Harris. Yeah, interesting to see what they'll do here with the infield. Already trailing by 7. Uh, looks like everyone but the first baseman is going to play normal depth. So if Penny hits a, short, a ball to short, he's going to get an RBI. But let's get greedy here, Greg. McIntyre at third, Latham at second, Penny in the box, 2-0 the count. And takes for ball three. So Harris having a tough time finding the zone, and the Utes having a tough time getting it out. Well, I think 3 0 the count. We got a lefty going in the pen, I think, with Gamble on deck. This is his last hitter here. We'll see what Penny can do with Jaden Harris's 3 0 count. Righty v. Righty here. The wind up and delivery. I love that. And that's popped up just shy of the overhang here down the first baseline. I love it. Coach home plate. trusting his guys. 3 0 count there. Burns at second and third, no outs, and he gives Penny the swing away. And he just misses that, but it's an aggressive hack. So the count goes to three and one. First base empty, second and third, two runners in scoring position for Penny. Three balls and a strike. Harris kicks and fires. And that's grounded sharply to the third baseman. Looks runner we'll back we'll to second. It. We'll throw to first to get Pintar, but scoring on the play is McIntyre. So it's an RBI ground out for Andrew Pintar, and BYU takes the 8-0 lead. Another run across, three in the second, two in the third, and now three in the fourth. The Pintar ground out goes 5-3, but an RBI 5-3 for Penny as scoring is McIntyre, and the Cougs increase their lead to 8-zip. Yeah, you love the team at-bats, just being able to put a ball in play, the infield playing back, and taking a run. Cole Gamble took a run around the bases last time he hit. They're going to have a Utah pitching change. We'll tell you who comes in for the Utes as we take a break. 60-second break with BYU leading Utah 8-0 in the top of the fourth. One out and one on for Cole Gamble next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We're in the top of the fourth inning here in Salt Lake City. BYU 8 and Utah no score. Utes have gone to the pen and are bringing in number 22, Brady Melitz, the left-handed pitcher out of South Jordan, Bingham High School. So Melitz, the Utes are hoping he doesn't... Uh, Mail it in. They, they need help right now. They're down 8 nothing. I was wondering if that was going to come. <laughs> didn't have to wonder too long. All right. Fourth Sorry. pitcher of the night for the Utes. It was Watson, then Baker, then Harris, and now mail it. Utah pitchers have gone through three and a third and have given up eight runs on nine hits, and every run earned. Cole Gamble. Earned himself two RBI in his last at-bat. A deep home run to left center. He has scored twice tonight. He walked and scored in the second. A two-run shot in the third. Cole Gamble. Waves the bat through the zone three times. Rests it on his left shoulder and awaits the pitch from Maylett. Runner on second is Latham. That's a breaking ball for ball one. Well, usually, Greg, if you can bring in a left-handed pitcher in the bullpen, he's usually a left-on-left specialist, right, that has a good breaking ball. So, obviously, right there, what does he do? He starts out with the first pitch breaking ball, just leaves it inside. So, one ball, no strikes. Scoreboard yet to record that pitch. Mail it and gamble. Another breaking ball for 
Another ball. So 2-0. Lefty v. Lefty here. And jersey number 22 facing jersey number 22 here yeah. in this matchup. What 22 is going to win? 2-0 to Cole. One out, one on. The man on is Latham at second. He had a two-RBI single here in the fourth. Part of a three-run inning so far. Good take. For ball three. So the first three pitches from the new pitcher for Utah, Malet, are balls. So Brady Malet, the six foot five, 220 pound freshman, is behind to Cole Gamble. The last 3 0, Coach Little would let him swing. What do you think here? I don't think he'll let him here. Left on left. And took for strike one. Bringing up the heat a little bit to 85 miles an hour. So Malet facing Gamble. Cougars with crooked numbers in three straight innings. Three in the second, two in the third, three in the fourth. Eight-nothing Cougs. Still one out here, top four. Latham in scoring position for Gamble. The 3-1, and that's a grounder to first. First baseman handles will run ahead three steps, step on the bag, and that's two gone for BYU. So from 3-0 to a ground out to first, and the Cougars advance Latham to third on the ground out to the right side. Hayden advances on the left side, and so a runner on third for Ryan Sapiti. Well, Maylett did his job getting Cole Gamble out. Now Ryan Sapiti's up with an opportunity for a two-out hit. He's hitting left-handers really well this year. So the Cole Gamble ground out advances Latham to third. And the Cougars' ninth run is 90 feet away for Ryan Sapiti, the right-handed hitting DH. Takes a strike one. Breaking ball in for 73 miles an hour. Sapiti with a fly out to right in the second and a 4-3 ground out in the third. 0 for 2 on the night. Hits with a runner on and the Cougs with an 8-0 lead. Mallet well outside. Away from Sapiti for ball one. One ball, one strike from the lefty Brady Mallet. One one from Mallet. I said Mallet a moment ago. Brady Mallet is the correct pronunciation. Went to, went to change up right there. One and two with two out. So strike two on Sapiti. Latham takes his lead off third. The one two with two out and one on. Mallet's inside and in the dirt for two balls and two strikes. Now to Hayden or to Sapiti. Beg your pardon. Yeah, good adjustment there. Went back to the changeup. Ryan takes it down. Sapiti came into tonight with the RBI lead. And Cole Gamble passed him up with that two-run home run in the third. The 2-2. And staying alive in the count, fouling it to the Cougar dugout down the first baseline. It's two balls, two strikes. 17-16, right in that lead? Yes, correct. So he can tie that right here with a swing or take the lead back with the right kind of swing. Scoreboard showed three and two for a second. It is still two and two. Did he bring the barrel through? They appeal no. So the hold back slightly by Sapiti. So now goes full. Three balls and two strikes with two out here in the top of the fourth inning. And BYU leading Utah by a score of eight nothing. Eight runs, nine hits for BYU. No runs, three hits for Utah. Another tough at bat here by Ryan. Find a way to win it here. The count is full. And the Southpaw Maylet about to deliver to Ryan. And that's a swinging strikeout for Ryan Sapiti. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. BYU in the top of the fourth scores three more runs 
on three hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. After three and a half, it is BYU 8, Utah no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time for another PZ Printing pitching change for BYU, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Cougars will go to Aiden Callahan. Callahan comes into the bottom of the fourth inning. He follows Bryce Robison and Jake Porter. Roby went two complete. Jake a full inning, and now Aiden Callahan will head to the mound for BYU. Bottom four, BYU's up by a score of eight to nothing. Aiden making his second appearance. He pitched one inning, one effective inning against Oklahoma State on the weekend in Arlington. Greg Rubel and Tuckett Slade with you here in downtown Salt Lake City. First pitch from Aiden to the first batter he faces T.J. Clarkson here in the bottom of the fourth. And Clarkson takes ball one from Callahan. That's fouled down the right field line into the Cougar bullpen area. One ball, one strike. So Aiden pitched an inning in the Friday night 3-0 loss to Oklahoma State. Didn't give up a hit. Struck out a batter. And the 1-1 goes to two balls and a strike. 89 miles per hour, not catching the outside corner. Well, Aiden's pitched in this game a lot in his career. It's always an opportunity for him to get some innings. Two and two. 88 miles per hour called strike. It's one of the guys that coaches always trusted the last few years in these spots to come in and get his job done. T.J. Clarkson, D.H., hit into a 5U3 DP in the first and takes to make the count full. T.J. Clarkson, the home runs leader for Utah, the slugging percentage leader for Utah, coming in on an 11-game hit streak. Good pitch. And a backwards K. He's caught looking, and Aiden Callahan gets the first battery faces on the backwards K. So Clarkson is gone. One out here for Utah in the bottom of the fourth. Davis Kopp who reached on a hit on a hit by pitch in the second, hits now in the fourth with his team down eight. From the bottom of the fourth, Cougars and Utes, Ernest on intent on getting five innings in for sure to make the game official if the weather comes as is forecast tonight. Things starting to get uh, dusty over the mountains. Taking strike 0-1 with one out, no one on. That's inside edge for strike two. So quickly 0-2 to the catcher Davis Kopp, the number five hitter for Utah, making his third consecutive start at catcher. The normal catcher is Jaden Kiernan. Kiernan didn't play on the weekend, the Sunday finale, and has not, not in the lineup tonight for coach Gary Henderson. That's hit to center. And Mitch McIntyre makes the there. catch on the fly. And so it's two gone for Utah here in the bottom of the fourth. The fly out to center field from Davis Cobb. And that's the uh, first time Mitch has had to make a play, at least an out, I should say. He's had to handle a couple of balls hit his way, but they were hits. This one was a catch for Mitch in center field, so the first eight put out for BYU. It'll bring Alex Beza to the plate. He popped up to Brock Watkins in the second. As a swing and a strike, maybe a tip there, a foul tip strike for Beza. But it wasn't just a typical pop-up to the shortstop. Uh, Brock Watkins had to make a heck of a play yes, to make did. that out in the second inning. 
the 0-1, and that's quickly two strikes, the swinging strike to Beza. Watkins had to run from the shortstop position all the way over to the left field line and make a difficult catch look easy. The 0-2. Good pitch. And a swinging strike. A three-pitch strikeout as Beza is down. So two of the three outs for Callahan via strikeout. One the backwards K, one the frontwards K, and that's a quick 1-2-3, bottom of the fourth for Utah. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go top five. And BYU cruising 8-0 over the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Alex Sardina leads off the top of the fifth inning for BYU. Sardina in his two starts, five for six at the plate, including two for two tonight. He takes outside for strike one, 84 miles an hour from the Utes' third, a fourth pitcher tonight, Jaden Harris. I beg your pardon, Maylett remains on the hill. Replaced Harris, so Maylett remains in. Mila came in and did his job. He got Cole Gamble to ground out, and he struck out Sapiti. Bright spot so far for the Utes on the mound. Brady Mailer replacing Harris, who followed Baker, who followed Watson, the starter, and the 1-1 fouled in the box for strike two. One ball, two strikes to Alex Sardina. Sardina triple and single in the second and third innings, respectively. The triple in the second brought home Cole Gamble with the Cougars' first run. Seven more have crossed the plate. BYU eight and Utah no score. Top five are almost halfway home here in Salt Lake City. On a cool gray night, first meeting of the year between the Cougars and the Utes. The one-two from Maylett to Sardina. And Sardina swings through, strike three. Yeah, changeup run away, and he foul tips it. Catcher hangs on. Good pitch there. So a foul tip strikeout for Sardina, the UNLV transfer, getting his first start in the field. Playing at first base. It's his fourth game played for BYU. Has his second RBI as a Cougar tonight. So with one out, Colin Reuter steps in. Two-run home run for Colin in the second. Brought home Alex Sardina. And made the score 3-0 for BYU. Cougs added two in the third, three in the fourth. For the 8-0 advantage, we're now top five in a swinging strike from Reuter. The 0-1. Forthcoming from Brady Maylett. Bases empty for Reuter. One ball, one strike now with one out. BYU's last trip here resulted in a 7-1 loss. Don't ye- remind me. Let's forget that one, Greg. A, a year and three <laughs> days ago. Cook's turning the tables from down 7-1 in that one to leading 8-0 in this one. The grounder to third and the 5-3 retirement of Sardina. Has two out for BYU here in the top of the fifth. That game, Greg, was on a was on a Friday, and it was so cold. It was a day game. It was so cold, bitter cold, COVID protocol, so I wasn't allowed up here with and you. I had to solo it. Yeah, yeah, I was down there, and it was just uh, just a bad, bad whole, whole bad deal that day. I did not appreciate that day at all. It was a Thursday-Friday set, and one day colder than the next. So two out, and the base is empty for Austin Deming. Take strike one. So Reuter retired on the 5-3 ground out. Two out for BYU. Cooks haven't gone 1-2-3 since the first inning. They've been just putting up runs in innings 2-3 and 4. We're hitting now in the fifth. Are the Cougars and 
Ball one after an opening strike to Austin Deming. Deming with a 1-3 ground out in the second. And he singled and scored in the fourth. Scored on the Hayden Latham single. Two-run RBI for Hayden in the fourth. The 1-1 from Maylett. Outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. 84 miles an hour from Maylett. BYU's lost its last two and five of the last six in Salt Lake City. Looking to get back around on that trend and reverse things tonight. Cook's on a strong start to doing so. 8-0 lead. Deming grounds it to the shortstop. Richardson fires to first. Good play. And the out is recorded. So 1-2-3, fifth for BYU. For BYU in the top of the fifth. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was no runners left on. We go bottom five. We're halfway home here in Salt Lake City. BYU 5, Utah 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Aiden Callahan working into his second inning on the hill. Uh Uh-oh, I think he hurt himself. As Coach Mike Littlewood is out after the first pitch delivered in the bottom of the fifth by Aiden Callahan, it was a ball, and then the reaction tells you something's not right. And Coach Mike Littlewood is going to... Yeah, the trainer Judd's coming out as well. Bring trainer Judd Franson onto the field. Mm. So it's a gathering at the mound now to check on the well-being of Aiden Callahan. Yeah, he started to walk kind of towards the dugout and rock on the circle and pointed a coach to come out and talk. He's He had Tommy John surgery two years ago. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're going to ge- go to an injury here. He's gesturing to his... So Peyton Cole gets all the time that he wants now to get warmed up. Yeah, motioning to his arm, throwing arm, and talking with trainer Judd Franson. And Peyton Cole will oh, make the jog just in. just hate to see that after everything, Judd, that he has gone through to get back healthy. Oh, man. So pitching change will take it right now. It's a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. So Aiden Callahan, after a strong first inning of work, doesn't get out of his second inning. He'll leave due to injury. Here in the bottom of the fifth, no one out and 1-0 the count to the Utes hitter when we return to Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, hoping the best for Aiden Callahan. The big right-hander leaves the hill due to an injury suffered on his first pitch in the bottom of the fifth inning. Really strong first inning for Aiden. He went strikeout, flyout, strikeout, and then... Ball one to Matt Richardson. Took Aiden out of the game, Tuck. Yeah, and, and it's, you hate to see it. I feel so bad for him. You can just tell by the body language that he is not happy. That I, I just hope he didn't re-injure that arm. But, uh, wow, it's awful. Brings, but, brings Peyton yeah. Cole in, uh, the right-hander, making his third appearance. He pitched two innings in a loss to Marshall back on the opening weekend of the season and then pitched an inning at, at Arizona State, part of that three-game sweep for BYU. He's pitched 40. They're thrown 40 pitches on the season. 14 against Marshall, 26 against Arizona State. And he'll Has not allowed an earned run. Yep, he will inherit the 1-0 count. Four Ks to a single walk to go with four hits. Scattered by Cole. Peyton looks in to Colin Reuter. Winds up and delivers... On the outside edge for strike one, 88 miles an hour from Peyton. What's yeah. he, he going to throw generally? Yeah, and he's fastball, changeup, slider. His fastball plays a little bit faster than 88 to 90 because of that elite changeup. His best pitch is his changeup. 
Payton outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. BYU last defeated Utah in Miller Park April 13th of last year, 7-4 that score. Cougs lead 8-0 in this one. And paints it for strike two. Ball two, strike two. Two and two the count to Richardson. Of course, this began with a 1-0 count, so yep. and now it's two balls and two strikes. See if he'll go to that slider or change up here. The 2-2. A two-hopper to Andrew Pintar. Ooh, scoops uh -huh. and then well, ends we up got a guy there. throwing low to Sardina, but he takes it out of the dirt at first base, and the pick by Sardina <laughs> records the out for BYU. I mean, we got a seasoned vet playing first, Greg. He yeah. knows what he's doing there. Alec, you, you would never know. It's his no. first start for BYU at first base. He's made two <laughs> excellent defensive plays there tonight. Those are not easy, too, and that's why middle infielders, shortstops, always transition to play really good first base because they have such good hands. So the 4-3 ground out. So Pitty handled the grounder with ease, but then the, uh, the throw is a bit of a challenge, and Sardina was up to the challenge and, and makes the out at first base. And literally, he hadn't taken any, any practice games <laughs> there at all. No reps until yesterday, and we were hitting ground balls and throwing picks, and it was like, wow, he actually uh, he has a clue. Like, he's good here. He ha this might be his best position. He's really good, and you're seeing that so far today. First two pitches to Carter Booth, and we see two strikes from Peyton Cole. 0-2 oh, with one out, and the base is empty here in the bottom of the fifth. The right-hander Cole to the right-handed hitting Carter Booth, and that's well away for ball one. Carter Booth, the center fielder, struck out in the third inning, and he's second on this team in strikeouts. In fact, with that K, he's keeping pace with Alex Beza, as that's a swinging strikeout from Carter Booth as Peyton Cole records the K. And so the new leader in strikeouts, if you want to put it that way, is Carter Booth for Utah. He struck out in both at-bats here tonight. Yeah, It'll really bring Dakota good. Duffalo to the plate. Good changeup right there under the hands. No chance there. Good pitch, Peyton. It's not easy to come in like Peyton had to after an injury. Inside had, for ball one from Peyton. He had just stepped on the mound just to play light toss because he was planning on pitching next inning. And then one pitch was thrown. So the nice thing about the injury rule is Peyton got as much time as he needed on the mound to get ready. 1-0 from Cole. Chopped foul down the third baseline. One ball, one strike to the right fielder. Nine hitter Dakota Duffalo. 5-3 ground out for Dakota in the third. We're in the fifth, and BYU leads 8-0 over the Utes. Eight runs, nine hits for BYU. No runs on three hits for Utah. And two of those three hits came in the first inning. A take for ball two. Two balls and a strike from Peyton Cole to Dakota Duffalo. The story of the last couple games is the play of Alex Sardina yeah. at the plate and on the bag at first. The windup and fire from Peyton lifted to center. Mitch McIntyre take a few steps to his right, haul it in on the run, and that'll be it for Utah. Three up, three down on the bottom of the fifth. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. We go top six. This game is official now. BYU 8 and Utah no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, Utah came into this game with BYU having hit a triple, at least one triple in three straight games. Well, Utah's been held to three singles in this one. BYU, meantime, has the team cycle, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of singles, double, triple, couple home runs. As the Cougs are racking up the extra base hits as they have an 8-0 lead into the top of the sixth inning here in Salt Lake City. Smith's ballpark for Utah and BYU. Cooks up 8-0, and the first hitter in the bottom, or the top of the sixth, is the nine-hitter, Brock Watkins. Doubled and singled in his first two at-bats. So Brock's average up to 318. 
7-14 when he leads off. He's leading off the top of the sixth. Wow, seriously? Yeah, that's the number. <laughs> I usually know all that stuff, but I didn't know that one. Right-handed hitting Watkins. The left-handed hitting Brady Malip remains on the hill for Utah. You could argue the most effective pitcher so far for yeah. Utah, but that's all relative because it's been uh, hits a plenty for BYU. The 2-0 forthcoming to Watkins. Malis now behind 3-0. But it is a one and two-thirds. No hits allowed. Two strikeouts. No walks. Yeah, it's looked good. He's not going to blow it away, blow it by you, right? It's 84-85, but it's about that changeup that he throws. Some damage had already been done by the time Malit stepped in and on to the hill. And a take from Brock on 3-0. So three balls and a strike now to Watkins. How many guys are going to throw 3-0 change-ups, Greg? I mean, <laughs> you just don't see that for a called strike. That's what he trusts. A lot of confidence in that pitch. Probably similar to the confidence that Peyton has in his changeup. And that's a 5-6 hole single to left. So Brock Watkins, 3-for-3. Three three, and look at that leadoff number. Jumps up to 7-something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, my goodness. Go for it, Brock. Why not? So the Cougars have their 10th hit of the night. Eight runs, 10 hits for BYU. The single to left for Brock. And he's gone double, single, and single in his three at-bats tonight. From the nine hole. Yeah, he's over-exceeded the expectations of him, and, and he's so good right now at just taking what the game has given him, and it's great to see him off to such a great start. Lefty v. Lefty now as the left-handed bat Mitch McIntyre digs in. Oh, and that's hit him. So the first pitch from Brady Malet to Mitch McIntyre caught him on the uh, shoulder blade as Mitch turned away from that. So first and second, no one out here, top six, and the Cougs have the makings of another strong inning as they've already gone three, two, and three in the second, third, and fourth innings respectively. Crooked numbers all over the place as BYU leads 8-0 here in the top of the sixth. And now it's two on for Hayden Latham. In his last at-bat, he drove in two with a single. Yes, he did. Bases loaded, 2-1 count, and he hammered a ball. A little line drive through the sixth hole. Conference on the mound forthcoming. Coach Gary Henderson looking to the pen. Is he signaling? It looks like he's wanting to make a pitching change here. He makes the slow walk to the hill. A left, uh, two righties warming up. He's literally looking the whole entire time. Which one are you picking? All right, there will be a pitching change for Utah after the 60-second break. We're in the top of the sixth, and BYU cruising 8-0 over the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for the Utes. It's Dusty Schramm. Schramm's the fifth hurler used by Gary Henderson. His team's down 8-0 to BYU. Dusty Schramm making his fourth appearance. He's pitched two and two-thirds with an ERA of 0.00. He's given up just one hit in those two and two-thirds. Has struck out two, walked four, but he's not been made to pay by those bases on balls. He'll enter a game his team trails by eight. And the Cougs have something cooking here in the top of the sixth. Two on and no one out as BYU brings Hayden Latham to the plate. Latham ground out in the first, strikeout in the third, a two-RBI single to left in the fourth as BYU leads the Utes 8-0, top six. So we've already gone five complete, so yep. the game can be official, and weather's coming. Yeah, well, just like we talked about how quick that uh, fifth inning was, but that was our first three-out, three-down inning since the first. Well, our, our offense realizes, that, hey, we need to get the fifth done quick because the rain is coming. 
And uh, a friend of mine, uh, Sean Isom, sent me the Doppler radar, and boy, it is coming, Greg. So at this point, let's take as slow as we can and keep adding on the runs because 8-0 ball game right now, official game here. And the reason if this game was, was, to be called, was yeah. moved up from 6-5 to five to begin with was to get, yep. hopefully, at least five innings in as quickly as possible before the weather did arrive. So Latham digs in, right-handed hitter and right-handed hurler on the mound for the Utes. The Utes clad in white, BYU in the blacks and gray tonight. Latham with two on. First and second. And the take of an 85-mile-per-hour pitch catching the edge for strike one. 0-1 oh to Latham. Here at Smith's Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City, 14,000-seat, 500-plus venue. The 0-1 from Schramm to Latham. That's low and away for ball one. One ball, one strike. It says 386 to the Power Alley and left. And BYU found that alley and then some twice tonight. Yes, they have. With home runs that went well over 386. Over the wall, off the sidewalk in left center that tops the berm in left center field. All two, 2-1 two, to Latham. Yeah, they're definitely, those were definitely 420-plus home runs, if not 440-plus. They, they were laced. Ruder in the second and Gamble in the third. Ruder tied Gamble for a short time with the home run lead at three, and then Gamble untied them with his fourth of the year. 2-1. The glance back to second, the come plateward, and it'll be fouled to the screen for two balls and two strikes. Aiden Latham with that hit in the fourth, by the way, now has, has hits in four of his last five games, has reached safely in five consecutive games. Yeah, and he just missed a slider right there. 77 on our slider, just spun and stayed elevated, just fouled it back. Two balls, two strikes to BYU's left fielder. Latham waves the bat over his right shoulder and awaits the 2-2. Kind of an excuse me swing that's fouled down the third baseline. Stays two balls and two strikes. So Latham with that uh, two RBI single reached the double-digit plateau in RBI. Has 11 now on the year. He's tied Mitch McIntyre for third. Well, and he's come, you said coming into the game, he was what, 333 with runners in scoring position? Uh, yes. So that adds up. 353 now. Yeah. 2 2 from Schramm to Latham. Righty v righty here. Greg, and my favorite hitters are the takes ones. Ball three. That hit when it matters, right? Not the guys that can hit with nobody on base and two outs, the guys that can drive in runs. Those are my favorite type of hitters. And those are usually the guys at the next level that get paid a lot of money. The full count to Hayden. And takes for ball four. Good at bat right there. So the base is loaded and none out. And the Utes have been in this situation before tonight. It did not turn out well the first time. Cougars had bases loaded and nobody out. And Hayden Latham, you talk about guys that can hit when it matters. His runner in scoring position average is 120 points higher yeah than his normal average, and than his average. Yeah, and that's why he's in the two-hole. He's a guy that you just trust. So base on balls for Latham. Back-to-back -back free passes for BYU. An HBP and a base on balls. And now Andrew Pintar hits with the sacks stacked with Kooks and an 8-0 lead. No one out. Bases loaded. Top six. 
And Penny laces it to third. Grounder handled by the third baseman. Steps on third for one. Throws to second for a second out and a, a double play. play. A run scores on the play as Brock Watkins scores on the ground out. But grounding into a DP is Andrew Pintar. The ninth run crosses, but two are gone now. And Penny reaching on a fielder's choice. Yeah, Utah would gladly trade that run for the two outs in that situation. Nicely done. Nice decision there by the third baseman to go to second. He wouldn't have been able to get Pintar at first with the way he runs. Andrew won't get an RBI for that now because of the double play. And Cole Gamble sees the first pitch and pops it up to short left, giving some trouble and it drops. And on the run and coming across to score is Andrew Pintar. Wow. Cole Gamble slammed the bat down as he popped it up to, yeah. le- to short left, thinking I've just, I've just popped yeah. out, and, and no one got to it. It drops, and a run scores to make it 10-0. Andrew Pintar on the run with two out, comes all the yeah. way around from first. Well, yeah, Andrew's running hard. Cole wasn't. He thought it was going to be a routine out, but uh, Kai Robertson left, didn't quite have a great jump on it, and the shortstop took the wrong angle, and it drops for it's going to be a single with an RBI for Gamble. And it looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter here. Cole was disgusted as he left the batter's box on his way to first. Yes, but he and, gets an and, RBI and, not, and, and not, a single. And not so disgusted as he stands uh, on first base yeah. with an RBI, and the Cougs now leading 10 nothing. And Josh Cowden is now your batter coming in for Sapiti here. So pinch hitting for Sapiti's Josh Cowden, lefty hitter to face the right-handed Dusty Schramm on the hill. 10-0 Cougs. And that's a 3-4 single to right. Stopping at second is Gamble. And it's first and second now. Two out for the Cougs. 12th hit of the night. 10 runs on 12 hits for BYU as the Cougs lead Utah 10-0 in the top of the sixth. Keep Another it. crooked number inning. Keep it going. Like I told you, the, the fifth was just a quick inning because we had to guarantee that it was strategic. A yeah, it's, yeah, it's just be quick there. <laughs> I mean, I've got people tweeting and texting me, hey, just strike out really fast so that you can get officially because you're up 8 nothing." Well, now let's just keep it up, keep pouring it on. Good speed on the bases. And look who checks into the batter's box, Alex Sardina. Takes away for ball one. Sardina with a triple, scoring a run in the second, a single in the third, a strikeout in the fifth. Making his first start in the field. He's made some nice plays at first base, and he's two for three hitting. One ball, no strike, two out, two on for Sardina. And that's off speed for ball two. And every single one of these are earned. All ten runs. Even better. In contrast to the runs Oklahoma State was scoring against yeah. BYU on the weekend, so many came across unearned. In the series, the Cougars were really in. It could have easily been 2-1 the other way yeah, it's for just, BYU. Yeah, you know, one hit, either or on each side. Two balls, no strikes, two out, two on. And the back pick, two, got him. got him, yep. So leaning at second base was Gamble, and they back picked and got him. So the pickoff for Utah, just the uh, third pickoff of the season for the Utes, and the Cougs have been picked off for the second time this year. That ends the top of the sixth inning as Gamble is picked off second base. So we go to the bottom of the sixth. BYU 10 and Utah no score for BYU in the top of the sixth. It was two more runs scoring on two more hits for BYU, and there were two left on. We go bottom six. Cougars 10, Utes no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
leading off the bottom of the sixth and fouling away the first pitch he sees is the number one hitter Kai Roberts and gets a barrel to the second pitch and also fouls it back down the third baseline. So 0-2, Peyton Coles ahead of Kai Roberts in the bottom of the sixth inning of a game. BYU leads 10-0. 10 runs on 12 hits for BYU. No errors. No runs on three hits for Utah. No errors. Roberts takes the 0-2 for ball one. So, and notably again, of the three hits Utah's had, two of them came like the first 10 minutes of the game. Yeah, they did. I mean, the first three batters got two hits. Just one hit since. It was a single in the third from Landon Fry. He was stranded. And so the Utes have three singles to show for their efforts, and BYU has 12 hits in many of the extra base variety. 2-2 two, two, the count went, and now 2-3-2. Two, oh. two to three, two. The count goes full yeah, from an 0-2 start. Three straight balls from Peyton Cole, who stays on the hill for BYU. 2-2 two, two there, a changeup just missed outside. Cole wanted it. Las Vegas's Peyton Cole, the 6'2", 180-pound sophomore, walks Kai Roberts on six pitches, the first two of which were strikes, foul ball strikes, and then four straight balls. And so for the third time tonight, the Utes have a leadoff runner on. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do, you're up 10, right? It's against your rival. You don't want to give them free bases to help get them back in this game. So you got to go right now and look for your double play ball. Landon Fry, the second baseman. Takes strike one from Peyton Cole. Yeah, you hate to see an 0-2 to a walk, right? Peyton into his second inning of work. Didn't allow a hit in his first full inning. Struck out one and walked one. The walk comes in the second inning of work. And that's popped up in the air to short right field. Cole Gamble coming in, ranging to his right, now back and makes yeah. that catch. A little testy there. Maybe swirling in the wind is bringing in the weather as the pop-up to right from Fry makes it one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, no pop-up the outfield right now. If you get above the stadium here, Greg, you, as you saw with Gamble's single, right, the ball is moving up there. The, the flagpole isn't blowing a ton, but it's definitely swirling, like you said, and it makes it a little more difficult. Third baseman Chase Anderson steps in. Righty v. righty here in the bottom of the sixth. And Peyton pipes in an 85-mile-per-hour strike taken. 0-1 with one out, one on for the Utes. Anderson with a single. He was stranded in the first. A 5-3 ground out in the third. He hits now in the sixth with his team down double digits. 10-0, the BYU lead. And that's a sharp single to center. Mitchell handled it off one hop and fire in. First and second now, one out for the Utes. Yeah, got a slider there, elevated. Hit it right back up the middle. He's a good little hitter. Just the second time the Utes have had a runner at second base tonight. So first, and, uh, I think it's no third time, right? Because they got they did it in yep. the first inning as well. So first and third, they had first and second. So both of those innings, first and seconds, resulted in no runs across. As a swinging strike from the number four hitter, the left-handed hitting T.J. Clarkson, the D.H. Well, last time he was in this spot, he grounded into a five-U double play, five-U yep. three. And struck out looking in the fourth for his 0-for-2 performance thus far. First and second, the 0-1, the 0-2 now to T.J. Clarkson takes strike two. Well, so no balls, two strikes and out, and two on for Utah. Well, and Greg, that was the first inning, right? They had first and second, one out. This exact same situation with this hitter up, and he grounds it to a double play. And it looked like the momentum just changed because then what happened in the top of the second? We, hit, we just punched him with a three spot. The reach out, handled by Watkins, short to second for one. 
Nice play by Brock to turn it just to get one. Yeah, I mean, he didn't want to, Pintar didn't want to take a chance of maybe throwing that away because Brock had to go on the backhand side. The ball gets there. I wish what a Pintar would have maybe tried that. He might have had a chance. But, hey, you make sure you get the one out. Don't throw it away. And now it's first and third with two outs. And you just have to say, Peyton, hey, you walk the guy who's on third. Now you go to work and keep him there. So Anderson retired at second on the 6-4 ground out. Advancing to third on the ground out is Roberts. And reaching on the fielder's choice is Clarkson. So Clarkson at first. It's first and third. Two out, bottom six. And BYU up 10 to nothing. Davis Kopp, the catcher, steps into the batter's box. And the first pitch he sees, he lifts foul. Just barely out of play down the first baseline. Long strike. And no balls and a strike with two out and two on. Over this last year, uh, this ballpark has actually had a little bit of renovation. It, the, they never had the netting that gone all the way down to the bullpen. It used to be just right past the dugout. So now you have protective netting going all the way past the bullpen. So those line drives now can't get into the fans, which makes it to where no one can get injured, but less foul balls for the fans as well. And that's the vicinity of that last foul ball deposit. The throw back to first as Reuter handled the high pitch from Cole and forced Clarkson to be diving back. Goes one ball, one strike, two out, two on. There are runners on the corners for Utah here in the bottom of the sixth. And the batter for Utah is the catcher, Cop, hit by a pitch, stranded in the second, and flied out to Mitch McIntyre in the fourth. Hits now in the sixth. Righty v. Righty here. Cole kicks and fires. That's foul to the screen for strike two. We talked about the confidence that uh, Utah's pitcher had with a two-strike count throwing a change. Peyton likes his change a yeah, lot. He does, does he like yeah. it enough to go one-two here? Yeah, you just never know. One ball, two strikes, two out to Davis Kopp. Swinging strike for strike three. And the Cougs are out of the inning. No damage done. And again, the Utes leave runners on for Utah in the bottom of the sixth. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. There were two runners left on. We go to the top of the seventh. It is BYU 10, Utah 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents on the rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers through now six innings. Utah's pitchers through six have allowed 12 hits, 10 runs, all of them earned. They've walked four, struck out three, one wild pitch. For BYU pitchers through six complete, four hits, no runs. Cook pitchers have walked two, struck out five. No wild pitches, one hit by pitch. Taking us to the top of the seventh. It's brought to you by Discount Tire on the rubber. Let's get you taken care of. Alex Sardina. First pitch he sees. He lifts to center field. Center fielder takes three or four steps in and makes the catch. Carter Booth and one gone for BYU in the bot in the top of the seventh inning. Sardina, after going triple and single, goes strikeout and flyout. One out for BYU in the top of the seventh inning of a game. The Cougars lead 10 to nothing at Utah. Well, Sardina was a machine there for a few at-bats. Uh, his first six at-bats, he was a machine. He's starting to come down to earth a little bit. <laughs> he was five for six in his first six at-bats in two starts for BYU. Colin Reuter, bit of a machine himself when it comes to cranking balls out. Yep. Two-run shot in the second to really get this thing going. Then a 1-3 ground out and a 5-3 ground out in the third and the fifth innings. Swinging strike on a 1-0 count. 1-1 one one from Dusty Schramm to Colin Reuter. Good. Shram for Utah is the fifth pitcher used. 
Good healthy swing right there for Colin. Colin has reached base safely in five consecutive. Foul back to the screen for strike two. One ball, two strikes, one out, and no one on here in the top of the seventh inning on a cool gray and potentially wet night here in Salt Lake City. This game was scheduled to start at six, moved it to five to beat the weather. And this game is official. And we'll see if that weather indeed impacts things here in the final three innings. Take by Colin on a one-two. The count even at two balls and two strikes. That's a close take right there. The catcher tried to frame that. Didn't get the call. BYU in the black caps with the Sailor Coog. Black jerseys with the Sailor Coog. Gray pants tonight. Righty v. Righty this battle. Another layoff for a full count of three and two. Greg, I got to give Coach Littlewood, uh, I got to tip my hat to him. He designed a really good-looking uniform. Yeah. Uh, and our, our whites, too, the, with the, the nice uh, script writing that we have as well. Good-looking new uniforms we have. I've been begging for a black uniform since I've been here, and I'm glad we finally have it. And that's a walk for Colin Reuter. So, away and outside for ball four from Dusty Schramm. And Reuter has a one-out walk for BYU. Is there an all-black look as part of well, the black jersey? No, softball's wearing one right now. They're wearing... Coach, we're not a big fan of the, the black pants that'll match. Okay. It's more of a softball look. There's some baseball teams out there that'll do it, but uh, we're not big... Uh, we're more traditionalist when it comes to that stuff. Inside to Deming for ball one. So it'll be black jerseys, but nothing monochromatic for BYU this year. With the black jerseys, certainly sharp with that Sailor Coog on the chest. The 1-0. Well, Off speed uh, for strike one. The, uh, the socks, if the player decides uh, at home, it's the white uniform, all the pants are built to be up, right? So that you have to show off the, the old school striped socks. Both these gray pants, they're longer, so you can go up or down. And Brock Watkins, who's on deck, has them up. You really get to show off the stripes. One-two. Which is a black sock with a white and royal stripes going through there. Three or three stripes each, I think, which kind of tie it all together really nicely. On the stirrup socks? On the stirrups, yep. And nice. One ball, two strikes. One out, one on for BYU top seven. They lead 10 nothing. Take outside, 80 miles per hour from Schramm. Two balls and two strikes to Austin Deming. Deming, a single on the night, one for three. A 1-3 ground out, a single in scoring in the fourth, and then a 6-3 ground out in the fifth. Swinging strike for strike three, and two are gone here in the top of the seventh inning. Yeah, good slider right there. So the frontwards K from Deming. And Brock Watkins on a three-for-three three night. He has scored twice. Doubled in the second, singled and scored in the fourth, singled and scored in the sixth. Three-for-three for, three for Brock Watkins, now hitting 333 on the year. And his on-base percentage now up to 423. We'll see a pitching change for Utah. We'll tell you who pitches next for the Utes after this. It's Cougars 10, Utes nothing. Top seven, two out for Brock Watkins with a runner on when we come back to Salt Lake City on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. There's nothing like For more BYU baseball, That's let's rejoin the Mike. voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Utah, Gage Webster. Southpaw of Anchorage, Alaska. Six foot four, 220 pound redshirt freshman from, An uh, sorry, beg your pardon. Branson Keel. Branson Keel will be the pitcher. Not lefty, but righty. It'll be Keel, jersey 12. 
out of Rapid City, South Dakota. 6'2", 193, his dimension. So Branson Keel enters the game for Utah in a game the Utes trail by a score of 10 to nothing. We're in the top of the seventh, two out and one on for BYU. And Keel on the hill. Keel making his second appearance is all. And hasn't pitched since February 20th. That would be opening weekend. So it's been a while for Branson Keel. He went, uh, well, didn't get it out. He gave up. It had, it had to have been a grand slam. He gave up one hit and four runs. So we're thinking. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was a, it was so a grand he, slam. He, so he, he'd have to walk three guys and then give up the hit, right? Yeah, he, had, he had two walks. So it must have been a hit by pitch as well because how do you give up four with just yeah, the one hit? Uh, he had uh, two walks and a wild pitch and one hit by pitch. Yep. And then, and the, then the grand slam. Yep, wow. So that was, <laughs> was an eventful appearance yes, was. for Branson Keel. So a little less drama involved tonight as just one runner is on and the team's down 10-0. So Branson Keel, the right-hander, checks in. BYU will bring Brock Watkins back to the batter's box. Watkins on his three-for-three three night. BYU two home runs in this game. Kook's now on the year. Sitting at 11 home runs. And when the Cougars homer, they're 4-1 and one coming in two tonight. When they score six runs or more, again, that's the target number, uh, six runs. The BYU's 6-0 and oh this year when they score six or more. And they've got more. They've got 10. 10-0. Cougs lead the Utes for top seven. Two out and a runner on for Brock Watkins. The runner on first is Reuter. And a mighty lash from Brock on the first pitch he sees from Keel. And no balls and a strike to Watkins. Cougs 10, Utes nothing. With weather forecast here in Salt Lake City. That's another swinging strike for Brock Watkins. So the three for three night with a couple runs scored. But he's behind the new pitcher Keel 0-2. Well, it's always tough when you've just never seen a pitcher. There's not a lot of film on him because he only threw to the few batters this year. And it was like almost four weeks ago. Yeah. The 0-2. That's ball one well away. He may have needed some time to recover from that one appearance. Yeah, it's tough seeing that 99 ERA. You just don't want to see that for anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be like that forever, but, man, that's tough. About everything that could go wrong yeah. did go wrong in yeah. his one appearance. I feel bad for the kid. Culminating in a grand slam. Brock stays alive in the count. Fouling it down the first baseline. Stays one and two with two out. But these are also the games now if you're Utah that because you're down 10 run in the seventh, you can maybe see a few guys if you can develop and see it, have a few guys throw some innings to see if you can get some other guys to help you out. The one-two to Brock. The nine hitter, the shortstop for BYU. And runner on the move. Delayed throw to second. The throw gets away from the second baseman. Taking second is Reuter. Yeah, so Colin read the slider in the dirt. Catcher did a good job. When he actually blocked it, Greg, he actually picked it clean. So he was able to get up and make the throw. Had the throw been on line, I think he possibly would have been out because Colin doesn't run well, but it was offline, and he slides in there. It should be a stolen base, yep. On his first attempt. Yeah, catcher with speed. Don't ever tell him that, though. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't get that head big because keep telling him he's slow and he believes he's fast. So we'll keep telling him that. 
So BYU now 7 for 10 on stolen base tries this year. Ruder has his first. Brock Watkins flies it to right. It's going get back, wings, get back, wings. and it is caught oh, on the track. Good play. Caught on the track He's by Dakota Duffalo, and he hits the wall hard, slow to get up. That drifted, 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 and was grabbed on the track just shy of the wall. A long out for the third out in the top of the seventh for BYU. For the Cougars in the top of the seventh, no runs on no hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go bottom seven. Cougs 10, Utes 0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We've just had the seventh inning stretch brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU 10 and Utah no score is our score. Bottom seven. We've also just had a a pitching change, a PZ Printing pitching change. They're brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Making his first non-starting appearance of the year is Nate Daly. Daly in four starts has gone 14 and a third with an ERA of 5.02. He comes in relief tonight with his team leading 10-0. We'll talk more about Nate in this non-starting appearance as he gets a tip strike from Utah's first batter in the bottom of the seventh, Alex Beza, the left-handed hitting Beza versus the righty Daly. So the 0-1 from Nate. And that's laced, but oh, caught. Yes, the backhand is stabbed. The line drive stabbed by Andrew Pintar. Yes, and is. one quickly gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Pinney making a leap to his right. And the backhand catch of the line drive shot. Yeah. And one gone. That ball was hit well. And great job, Pintar. Last time we saw Nate Daly was on the weekend at Arlington. He started against OSU and went three complete. Gave up three hits, four runs, two of which were earned. Do we see him coming out of the pen tonight? Yeah, out of the pen tonight. Next batter, Matt Richardson, oh, Mitch. lifts it to Mitch, oh, and Mitch a little late yeah. break on it, but he tough, makes the catch. It's the tough sky right now, Greg, because it's not it's that twilight at night to where he didn't see. He thought it was hit harder off the bat, so he went booking behind it, took five steps hard and realized, oh, no, it's in front of me. And because he's fast, he's able to overcome that and get back and make a nice, easy catch. So quickly, two out here in the bottom of the seventh, a line out to Andrew Pintar and a fly out to, Matt, uh, to Mitch McIntyre from Matt Richardson. It'll bring up Carter Booth. And Booth fouls well, the first pitch see. he looks at out of the uh, out of play down the first baseline over the roof. It's good to see velocity back for Nate. It's 95 right wow. there. I mean, we haven't seen the consistent velocity from him in his starts, and uh, he's so talented. So righty v righty here, Dally on the hill. And in the Saturdays has kind of been this whole year, Greg. It's been a a split game between him and Dally, and then go to the uh, sorry him and Brady, Brady, and then go to the pen. And you know Brady's just pitched a little bit better of late. And going into conference play, you know, Coach Littlewood and Coach Bradshaw conversations that, you know what, hey, I think we're going to start Brady this weekend. He's kind of pitched better of late, you know, throwing more deeper into games. And so it's like, yeah. hey, you know what, we're going to go ahead and give him a give him the start this weekend, and, and Dally can be into a bullpen roll. Foul back over the roof again. One and two goes to two and two. The ball stays high. 84 miles per hour from Nate. Two balls, two strikes, two out, no one on. We're bottom seven, and BYU's up 10-0. Nate Dally, 6'6", 235. Another foul, this one into the seats. Under the overhang, down the first baseline here at Smith's Ballpark in downtown Salt Lake City. Nate Daly out of the pen for the first time this season. His long outing as a starter was five and a third. Good Swing and strikeout from Nate Daly. So, the breaking ball gets 
the swinging strikeout from Carter Booth, and it's a 1-2-3, bottom of the seventh for Utah. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go to the top of the eighth, and BYU in command, 10-0 over the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the Cougs haven't lost a game leading after seven. The Utes haven't won one trailing after seven, and it's a big trail right now. BYU 10, Utah no score. We go top eight here in downtown Salt Lake City. We go top of the order for BYU. Mitch McIntyre in the batter's box. Mitch on a one, uh, an 0 for 2 night with a run scored. But he's now reached in 20 consecutive games. The first 14 of this season, the last six of last season. The 1-0 to Mitch from Branson Keel. And that's two balls and no strikes to McIntyre. Keel for Utah is the sixth Utah pitcher. BYU's used five. The fifth is Nate Daly, who looked effective to get the Cougars to the top of the eighth. The 2-0 to McIntyre. High pitch for ball three. Night still is falling with the uh, daylight saving change. Get you a little deeper into the evening before you see true darkness. The floodlights illuminate the diamond here at Smith's Ballpark, but it's still light. Dusk here in downtown Salt Lake and a four-pitch walk offered to Mitch McIntyre. So for Utah pitching, it's the fifth base on balls tonight. And McIntyre is aboard for the third time tonight. He flew out in the... uh, second struck out in the first and it's a walk a hit by pitch and another walk here in the eighth so base on balls and McIntyre's at first for Hayden Latham Latham hitting righty against the righty Branson Keel Cougs 10 Utes nothing 10 runs 12 hits for BYU no runs on four hits for Utah four singles scattered by the Utes popped up down the first baseline and well into the seats a good 15 rows up no balls and a strike. So Tuckett, BYU scored double-digit runs for the second time this season. Yeah. The first one was pretty memorable. Yes, it was. <laughs> a game I'll never forget. 19-3 to yeah. against Arizona State and down in Phoenix. And it was 19-1 to going into the, the ninth inning. It's an onslaught. The 0-1. And Hayden takes for 0, or for 1-1. One one. I think I'm pretty sure Coach Littlewood is 5-0 and in his career against Arizona State. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. First time was down in Tempe when they played in the old park, I think. Then there was a home win last year, and then the sweep down in Phoenix. 1-1 to Latham. Inside around the kneecaps to 2-1. He'd have to go uh, another 12-0 after this to another actually 14-0 after this to tie Arizona State's longest win streak against us at one time (laughs) in the 70s and 80s was 19. So they were so dominant back then, Greg. 2-1 2-1 to Latham. Pops it up. First baseman. Staying almost exactly where he was. Barely moved a step. Right back into his glove. So the high pop-up from Latham drops into the glove of Alex Beza. And one is gone here in the top of the eighth inning. So the pop-up to the first baseman will bring Andrew Pintar to the plate. The Cougs trying to get back on balance just in this series. Uh, the Utes have won seven of the last nine in the series. Cooks looking to bring it back around. They'll get two more cracks at the Utes this year. 
including tonight, eight more P5 games on the schedule this season. Cougs already 5-2 and two in their first seven against P5 as that's taken by Andrew Pintar for a strike. Andrew Pintar reached on a fielder's choice and, and brought and home a run in the uh, sixth inning. And that uh, last little record, you said it was 7 of 9? Uh, 2 and 7 in the last yeah. nine. Well, yeah. two of those were t- some of the worst two years that Coach Littlewood has had at BYU where we happened to be playing Utah in a four-game series that year, and they took three to four. So that'll kind of skew where that's at because, uh, I mean, we've won the duel, I think, uh, six six or seven of the of Coach Littlewood's ten years here against them. So The count even at one and one with one out and one on here in the top of the eight. And he took the barrel off the shoulder but didn't go. Two balls and a strike. And Coach looking to even things up uh, in his personal record against Utah. He'll go to 513-13 if BYU hangs on to this sizable lead here tonight in Salt Lake City. Chance to go above 500 again against the Utes. Next time these two teams meet, they'll do it again two more times. One here, one in Provo. 2-1. That's chopped foul in the batter's box. It'll roll back to the screen. Two balls, two strikes with one gone. We're in the top of the eighth inning. You've gotten this far, Tuckett, without uh, any weather interrupting yeah. things. Uh, it's funny how that works, right? They move up a game because of rain, and they've just been slowly missing us. BYU a 10-0 lead. And nothing but crooked numbers for BYU tonight. That's the way it should be. You, you, you put up innings like that, you're going to win a lot of games. Penny awaits the 2-2. That's a one-hopper to the other second baseman. He'll scoop to the shortstop, step on second. Double play. Gets the Utes out of the inning. We go to the bottom of the eighth for BYU. In the top of the eighth, no runs, on no hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the top of the eighth ended with Andrew Pintar hitting into a 4-6-3 DP to get uh, the Utes out of the top half. BYU's gone... Two scoreless innings for the first time tonight. Utes bring in a pinch hitter, Zach Tolia. Zach Tolia out of Gig Harbor, Washington. Pinch hitter lead off the bottom of the eighth, hitting in the place of Dakota Duffalo. So Tolia will dig in against Boston Mabius, the southpaw Boston Mabius. BYU's next pitcher, it's PZ Printing Pitching Change, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And Boston's first pitch is away and outside for ball one. Totalia. Well, Boston's last outing on Friday, he struggled. He walked the two batters he faced. Tolia fouls it over the roof, out of play down the first baseline. One ball, one strike to Zach Tolia. Pinch hitting for Duffalo out in the nine hole. Utah with four hits, four singles. And they've not gotten a runner past second base tonight. Good opportunity for Boston to get back in the confidence there. There you go. Nice pitch for strike two. One ball, two strikes, 91 miles an hour for the southpaw. Well, every time you go out there, you're pitching for more innings, and so want to go out there with the intent. One ball, two strikes. That'll be in the dirt to BYU's catcher. They've changed catchers, I believe. That Chase Peter is that? Uh, I can't tell from here. I think they've made a switch at uh, Astolia. Drives it deep to right, Good but making the back pedal to the track is Cole Gamble, and Cole Gamble makes the catch on the warning track. So the deep fly out to right field for Zach Tolia. 
It does look like that is. And Chase Peterson has replaced Colin Ruder behind the plate. So uh, catching change for BYU. Have they made that change, though? Have we seen that? I, don't think that? I think they may have missed it in the, in yeah. the, uh, in the stats. Of course, uh, a catcher's got the straps covering his numbers, and sometimes you just miss it. But in glancing down, just body type, a little different from, from Ruder to, to Peterson. And so there's been a change behind the plate for BYU. So a battery change as it's Mabius now pitching to Peterson. The 0-1, the top of the order, left-handed hitting Kai Roberts. Roberts lashes it but fouled on the left field line. So Boston gets ahead of Kai Roberts, 0-2 with one out and no one on here in the bottom of the eighth inning. This game was moved up due to impending weather, but the weather is still impending. It is not arriving. What has arrived are 10 runs across the plate for BYU. 10-0 over the Utes. Good pitch. And that's a wipeout strikeout for Boston Mabius as he goes off speed with 78 miles per hour, the offering, and Kai Roberts waving at that. And so the fan will set him to the dugout, and BYU with two gone. Sees Landon Fry step in against Mabius. So the swinging strikeout from Kai Roberts. Putting the K in Kai on the frontward strikeout. High and away to Fry for ball one from Boston Mabius. So Boston in the game. A 10-0 game. Making his third appearance of the year. I tell you what, Greg, he has really good stuff. A lot of it is a mental thing for him and just a, a mindset. But he has the stuff to be elite, and it's great to see him really pitching well so far this game. 2-0 goes to 3-0. So Boston only recorded uh, one out in his first two appearances. He's already gotten two outs here in this outing against Utah here this evening in the eighth. Pitched at Arizona State and versus Oklahoma State on the weekend. There's a 3-0 strike delivered from Mabius. Southpaw on the hill and right-handed hitting Landon Fry in the box. Fry reaching on a fielder's choice in the first. Singled in the third was stranded and a flight out to Cole Gamble in the sixth. And he rips that. To left field. It'll be a two-hopper handle by the left fielder Hayden Latham. So a single to left for Landon Fry. And the Utes have their fifth hit, their fifth single of the night. And so one on and two out here in the bottom of the eighth inning for the third baseman Chase Anderson. Anderson on a two for three night. Singled in the first, singled in the sixth. And was stranded on both occasions. It's a 10-0 game. BYU leading Utah. 10 runs, 12 hits for BYU. The Utes have no runs on five hits. And Mabius delivers ball one to Chase Anderson. Anderson extending his hit streak to five games. Has started every game for the Utes at third base. Sign outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. BYU leading 10-0 in the bottom of the eighth. One out away from getting to the ninth. BYU this year 6-0 when leading through eight innings. The kick and fire from Mabius. The throw back to first and sauntering back is Fry. Three balls and no strikes with two out, one on for Utah here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, you can't fall behind 3-0 to good hitters. Did that to Fry. He got back 3-1, but then Fry smashed the single. Anderson's a good hitter, 297, and takes his base. So another two-on situation for Utah. Now the fourth time the Utes have had runners on first and second tonight, I believe. 
And they've yet to get that runner to third base. Well, no, no, they did, they did have a first and third on one occasion, as I recall. Yeah, they did, yeah. 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 Well, Coach Bradshaw's going to go talk to him because right now uh, Boston's body language is not very good at all. He's walking around the mound in circles, and this is a great matchup for him left on left. He had struck out their best hitter in Kai Roberts this inning. Coach Bradshaw's got to get his mind back in it because he's got just too good of stuff to go out here and and not finish this inning without a, with a zero here. He needs to bear down. Buckle up and go get this hitter right here. He's too good not to go compete in the zone here when you're up 10 runs. The only thing that gives them hope is what? Free bases, right? And, you know, pitchers falling behind and letting good hitters hit. And the good hitter is T.J. Clarkson looking to extend an 11-game hit streak, but he's hitless so far tonight. 0 for 3, reaching on a fielder's choice in his last at-bat in the sixth. So Clarkson 0 for 3. Utah's home run leader and slugging percentage leader coming into tonight. That's inside. Ball one. So, 1-0 to Clarkson with two out, two on. Cougars a comfortable lead. And the Utes running out of outs. The 1-0. Maybe a s- glancing back a second. Comes playward. Doesn't get the call there. It's two balls and no strikes. That's six straight, though. Come on, Bost. Back in the zone right here. Lefty on the hill, left-handed hitting T.J. Clarkson. Hitting 298 on the year. 250, though, with runners in scoring position. He's got a runner at second, and Landon Fry, Chase Anderson's at first. Two out, two balls, no strikes. Who hit him? So, HBP and T.J. Clarkson will load the bases for Utah. Fry will go from second to third. Anderson will go from first to second. And T.J. Clarkson goes to first base on an HBP by Boston Mabius. Davis Kopp on an 0 for 2 night will now hit with the bases loaded. Hit by pitch in the second. Fly out to center in the fourth. And a strikeout swinging in the sixth. And the Utes, for the first time tonight, have the sacks stacked. And Chase Peterson's going to walk out and have a conversation with Boston Mabius here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And BYU leading 10 to nothing, but in a spot of bother here with the Utes in a bases-loaded two-out situation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. And obviously, Boston's frustrated as well. It's just, I don't, you know, you get two quick outs, and then you just kind of lose it. You know, you don't want to see that. But uh, this is a tough game sometimes, and... Just got to compete in the zone. Give it your best. You're playing your rival. You're putting it to them. Don't give them any hope. Pitcher up in the BYU pen. It's Carter Foss, and Coach Mike Littlewood might be going there. Looks like he is. He has to, actually, with uh, Coach Bradshaw already making That's right, the second visit. visit. Yep. So we will have a PZ Printing pitching change for you. It is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll take a 60-second break. We're back with Carter Foss taking the hill. And the Utes with the bases loaded and two outs in the bottom of the eighth. It's BYU 10 and Utah 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Smith's Ballpark here in downtown Salt Lake City, BYU 10, Utah no score. But the uh, Utes on the verge, or at least threatening two, and BYU shutout bid. Bases are loaded with Utes here in the bottom of the eighth. Two out for the new pitcher. BYU's Carter Foss will enter, making his third appearance of the year. Opening weekend, he threw an inning against Marshall, gave up a hit, struck out two, no runs allowed. And then in the Arizona State sweep, 
He pitched an inning, gave up two hits, two runs both earned, and walked two in that appearance. So two complete innings of work for Foss. The right-hander Foss will face the right-handed hitting Davis Kopp here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Cougars nursing a 10-0 lead. Bases loaded for the first time tonight for the home side. Kopp digs in against Foss. First pitch ball from Carter. Just missed down. That's a string of balls now from BYU pitchers. <laughs> yeah, get back in the zone here, guys. You've heard of the Davis Cup. This is Davis Cop. 1-0. Wild pitch or pass ball will allow a run to score. Got away from Chase Peterson. Yeah, he just babied that breaking ball, and Chase didn't give a great effort to go block it. Oh, I hate hate giving them any uh, any free stuff there. This, uh, this inning's all been free, and it's just very frustrating that you're up 10-0 in the eighth. Don't give them anything. Make them earn it. Attack them. Landon Fry scores the Utes' first run on the wild pitch. It advances Anderson to third and Clarkson to second. First base open now with two out, two on, and a 2-0 count from Carter Foss. And that's driven to center field. Mitch McIntyre on the run, over his head. And that's what happens. It's a two-run double, pressing for three. The throw to third, and got, got him. But two more runs score. The Utes plate three in the bottom of the eighth. Mitch McIntyre with his first assist of the season. Thrown out at third are the Utes. They plate two in the inning. And the lead goes to 10-3, heading to the top of the ninth for Utah. In the bottom of the eighth, three runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. With two out and two on for Davis Kopp in the bottom of the eighth, he laced a double to center as he tried for third. He was thrown out at third by Mitch McIntyre. You know what that makes, Tuckett? A cop out. <laughs> Been waiting for that one. 10-3, Cougs lead the Utes. And look at the rain start to fall as we start the top of the ninth inning here in downtown Salt Lake City. Cole Gamble leads off the ninth for BYU. Cougs 10, Utes 3. Utes get three in the bottom of the eighth. Swinging strike from Cole. Gamble tonight is two for three with two runs and three RBI. And two of his three RBI came on a two-run blast to left center. Power alley in the third inning. The 0-1. One and one now to Cole Gamble. The rainfall begins at the very end of this one. We're in the ninth inning of a 10-3 ball game. Coop's a little more work left to do here to get out of this one, but... So the 10-0 lead comes in handy yeah. so the Utes can have a decent inning and still not feel like they're on top of anything. For sure. So three runs on six hits for Utah. BYU, 10 runs on 12 hits tonight. And nothing but crooked numbers. Three in the second, two in the third, three in the fourth, two in the sixth. Cole Gamble lifts it to short left. Left fielder late break, but makes the catch. And the fly out to left field for Gamble. And for that matter, Utah's one run scoring inning was a crooked number inning. 
in the bottom of the eighth, three. So all the, all the runs have been scored on two and three run innings. As Josh Cowden, who pinch hit for Ryan Sapiti, will hit for the second time. He made that pinch hit count. A single in the sixth inning. He was stranded. Take strike one. The 0-1 to Cowden. Take strike two. 0-2 to Josh. The 0-2 to Cowden. One out. No one on here in the top of the ninth. Fouled out of play down the third baseline. So Josh has had the only pinch hit at bat tonight, right, Tucker? Uh, correct, yeah. So on the year, BYU is now 5 for 14 in pinch hit opportunities. You like that. That's getting it done, hitting in the 300s. The 0-2 to Cowden. Brought the barrel through, tried to hold up. He goes. It'll be a strikeout for Josh. And two are gone here in the top of the ninth. By the way, the new pitcher, he did come in here for the ninth inning. The southpaw, Micah Ashman. Ashman is on the hill for Utah. Seventh pitcher used tonight, and there may be an eighth as Coach Gary Henderson's coming on out with Alex Sardina due up. And he'll ask for the ball. A 60-second break for a pitching change here in Salt Lake City. We're in the top of the ninth, two out for BYU. Pitching change for the Utes in the game the Cougs lead by a score of 10 to 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Zach McCleave enters the game for Utah. The eighth pitcher for the Utes. No pitchers gone two complete innings for Utah. They've had four pitchers, or three pitchers go one and two-thirds on a staff day for the Utes and a staff day for the Cougs. BYU's pitched seven. Carter Foss, the seventh of seven. Ozzie Pratt will pinch hit now for Alex Sardina here in the top of the ninth. Two out, no one on for BYU. Sidearm action from McCleave. Zach McCleave making his sixth appearance. He last pitched one week ago today, Tuesday game at Fresno State. Pitched a third of an inning. Got the job done. Yeah, he's been their uh, eighth or ninth inning guy in the past, but they got a new guy from Salt Lake Community College closing for him, so he hasn't had too much of a role yet this year, which is shocking. He's got a good arm. One save on the year, a 0.00 ERA as he goes two balls and a strike to Ozzie Pratt. I'll never forget the grand slam at uh, the tied ball game that uh, – Jelich hit to right field off McCleave mm. to, to win that game uh, three years ago. And the submariner Watch McCleave. The speed. As Ozzie Pratt take him up the middle. Diving stop by the second baseman. He turns and fires to first to get Pratt at first. A well done backhanded play by the second baseman Fry. And Fry fires to Beza to end the Cougars top of the ninth. With a light rain following, we go to the bottom of the ninth. Utes down to their final three outs. BYU a seven run lead. 10 3 Cougs. For BYU in the top of the ninth, no runs, no hits, no errors. There was no one left on. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. BYU 10, Utah 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
10-3, BYU leading Utah. Well, it's, uh, it's law and order here in downtown Salt Lake City. Last out of the last inning from Cop and the new pitcher for BYU, Justice. Justice Riser enters, making his sixth appearance. He's pitched eight and a third, 2.16 ERA. In his eight and a third, he's given up five hits, five runs, two of them earned. He struck out 11 to two bases on balls. Justice Riser, the eighth pitcher for BYU. The Utes have also used eight. First battery faces is Alex Beza. Left-handed hitting Beza. Facing the lefty Justice Riser. Ball one to Beza. Beza. Got to come get that. To center field, Mitch. Running in on it. Sees it drop in front of him. So a single to short center and the Utes in the bottom of the ninth have the lead runner on and again they trail by seven. Yeah, just uh, off the end of the bat. Just bloop single that lands in between short and center. Great pitch by Justice. So Alex Beza, the six foot four, 230 pound senior out of West Jordan, Utah, a Hawaii transfer. He's at first now with Riser facing Matt Richardson. The right-handed hitting Richardson versus the southpaw riser. BYU 10, Utah 3. Cougs have gone three straight scoreless innings. The Utes put three on the board in the bottom of the eighth to make it a little more interesting. You need a lot more where that came from. BYU trying to get out of here with a well-earned win. 10-0 lead they had to work with. Town 10-3. That ball's dirted to good Peterson. Block. Yeah, good block by Chase. So kept the baseball in front of him as it goes to one ball, one strike. Bases at first, and Richardson's in the batter's box. Carter Booth is due up. The righty hitting Booth with three Ks on the day. And that's ball two delivered, low and away, to Matt Richardson. Richardson now two for his last 22 at the plate. He started every game at shortstop for Utah. Grounded out 4-6-3, 4-3, and then flew out to center. Grounded up the middle, handled Good by job. Justice. The throw to Brock for hey, one. Hey, why not? And on to first for two, a why double not? play. Why not? Two gone for BYU in the bottom of the ninth. Austin Deming, who's moved over to first, finished off that DP that starts with Justice Riser fielding his position well. Yep. And then a laser to second base where Watkins catches, touches, and fires to Deming at first. Two gone and no one on here in the bottom of the ninth. Well I'll, done. I'll see your CNI single, Beza, and I'll <laughs> turn a double play to get me with two. Nicely done, Riser. 1-6-3 in your scorebook? Yep. And a called strike to Carter Booth. And is that the third or fourth double play this game? I know for sure it's the third. Well, there was the 5-U-3, yeah. the 4-6-3. And now the 1-6-3 for BYU defensively. Ball one and strike one through two pitches to Carter Booth. Booth on a night of Ks. Well, and I'll say this before you go in there, Greg. Riser is probably so happy right now to make that good throw to second because, you know, last Saturday, Friday in that game, you know, he had that bunt. And he's one of our best fielding pitchers. He makes the play every time in practice. You know, he spiked that one ball and... You know, the inning kind of got away from us, and we lose 3-0, but he was able to make a good throw to Brock there for the double play. Confident throw to start the DP. Yeah. And that goes to three balls and a strike from Justice Riser with two out, no one on. We're bottom nine, and the Cougars looking to close out the Utes. Well, it's the 3-1. 
and a seven-run lead. Grounder to third. Ozzy handles, goes arm. to the ground, fires yes, to first, the stretch. Yes, and he the did. out at first. It's a 5-3, a great it. play by Ozzy Pratt, who comes in late at third base. Both he and Deming, who made their switch late, figure in a ninth inning that ends with BYU sending the Utes down to a 10-3 defeat. Oh, I love being Utah. Just it goes 5-3 on the ground out to end this one. Some good defense played by BYU in the ninth inning to close out a 10-3 victory. Cougars win it to go to 9-5 on the year. The Utes fall to 11-4-1. The Cougars, after dropping back-to-back games in Salt Lake, have won one. And Coach Littlewood is now even in his career mark against Utah at 13-13. We'll take a break. Post-game coverage begins after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.